This episode of Road Soda is brought to you by Aphrodite Squirt. Aphrodite Squirt, the world's best shampoo. But don't call it shampoo. Seriously, the shampoo board has taken issue with some of our claims. They don't have the balls to mix up such a potent cocktail for your hair. Aphrodite Squirt will make your hair so lustrous, he'll want to fuck it. And with all that added volume, he can. We farm purebred albino Himalayan dwarf hamsters. And they only eat the finest tobacco and caviar. We harvest their raw essence and Scandinavian rodent saunas. That is just one of the many ingredients that will make you better than everyone. Aphrodite Squirt. It, it will, will change your fucking life. A Popco brand. Hello and thank you for cracking another road soda. And even if this isn't another one, mm-hmm. maybe your first one, I hope it won't be your first That's or right. last. I hope it won't be your last. You guys know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. right? On this episode, monkeys are taking care of that cat problem. Thank and God. we send hyperdrive right into your hearts. That's right. Drive right into your hearts. Mm-hmm. How you feeling today? Justin Mitchell is with me today on the podcast. How you feeling? I feel so good. Me too. I feel really good. My name is Isaiah Cooper. Thank you for listening to Road Soda, everybody. We have a fantastic episode, as every episode I feel mm-hmm. is fantastic. These are mm-hmm. my babies. These are mm-hmm. our babies. Mm-hmm. If there's any way for two men to have babies, mm-hmm. it's a podcast. Mm-hmm. Or uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger and Danny DeVito. Yeah, what was that called? Who's laughing now? Babies. Babies. All right. I don't know. <laughs> Kindergarten cop? So, uh, guys, on this episode, we have an interview with the amazing, drumroll please, Libby Higgins. Mm-hmm. Uh, he just he went to the ch, and I said I was right on time. You guys don't know. It was a mm-hmm. whatever. Libby Higgins, everybody. From anybody that's listening that was a part of Vine, you're going to know her from Vine. That's where she really, really exploded. We found out some awesome things. Uh, Justin wasn't with me for that interview. It's just uh, Libby mm-hmm. and I uh, talking it out. And uh, we've known each other since Vine. She has since uh, become a stand-up comedian in St. Louis. Like, Vine kind of uh, made her realize her comedy potential. She's really fucking funny. She made mm-hmm. a lot of really funny Vine. She had hilarious characters like uh, Carla, which is like this kind of white trash lady. And she had Claudette, which is like this uh, really nice Christian lady that's always got this neck brace on. <laughs> it's, it's really funny characters that she's got. And... Um, you can see her today if you go to, uh, you can find her on Instagram at Libby Higgins underscore. And you can also find her on YouTube. She has an amazing YouTube channel where all those videos of her, extended videos of those um, characters that she does. And that's mm-hmm. Libby Higgins. It's L-I-B-B-I-E-H-I-G-G-I-N-S. Libby Higgins. Also, this was a little embarrassing for me when we did the podcast uh, you know, I've, I've known her for a while and I follow her on Instagram and I, I watch like her YouTube videos and stuff. Mm-hmm. I didn't know she had a podcast and you find out, I found out while, while, uh, uh to anyone else, she's got a fucking podcast. It's called slop city and that's S L O P slop city. It is 
a really, really, really funny podcast. It's Libby Higgins and uh, her friend and comedian Tina Dieball. And that is, I listened, she immediately sent me an episode after we recorded. I listened to it. It was fucking fantastic. I think it was episode 146 she sent me, mm-hmm. Cowboy Butts. It was fucking hilarious. They drive me nuts. They Yeah. Oh, they drive them nuts. Look out. I'll tell you that. It is, yeah, It was. I was really embarrassed to find out uh, to, that I didn't know. But I'm very happy that I know now and I hope everyone else knows now. You can find uh, Libby Higgins on Slop City. It's a great podcast. And... We just have a wonderful episode, guys. If you ever want to write into the show, you can write in roadsodamail at gmail.com. We have any comments, questions, whatever. And feel free to leave a comment wherever you're listening to us. And also feel free to, you know, rate the podcast. Those things all help. Um, If you do write in, we send you a postcard. We have these special postcards specifically for Road Soda. And we'll send them to you if you just write into the show. We love hearing from you. And thank you. Also... Justin, mm-hmm. you have a podcast. That's me. Yep. Tell us about your podcast. <clears throat> so my friend Sean and I make music. We do a lot of gear demo reviews. Companies send us uh, gear. Sean's got a YouTube channel. I have a YouTube channel, and um, it's called Keep the Mids In, uh, which is a um, a play on a common thing with guitar people EQ uh, mid frequencies out. And Sean and I are super against it. Right. So we're uh, keep them in. We're campaigning. Also, Keep the Mids In is a life philosophy. Yeah. All right. So keep the good things in your life. Yeah. You know? And so it's about like doing good deeds, you know, doing things without wanting something in return. Just keeping the mids in. You know, like we're it. not telling you to boost the mids. We're not saying like it should be all mids. Just we're keep just, it. Just there. keep them in. You know, if you can find a way to make something a little easier for someone else, keep those mids in. Spread the mids. Spread the mids. Spread the mids. That's the name of my new podcast. <coughs> yeah, yeah. That, uh, spread the mids so, right after. That's right. So, uh, uh, and then also you can find me on Instagram, search, find, search, which is my music moniker, youtube.com slash search, find, search, right? Pretty much anywhere you can find me. And you make a lot of awesome music. you got a, mm-hmm. uh, an album coming out in November. We'll talk more about that later. But, um, yeah, I, it's a fucking... Uh, it's you're on episode uh, going on episode three now that's right the third the third episode, episode. that's mm-hmm. a big episode it is it's really episode. when everything starts coming together that's right guys you can hear it everywhere you listen to podcasts uh, keep the mids in and also hey guess what what and now another word from our sponsors yeah this episode of road soda is brought to you by shit salt What's the worst part of owning a dog? The shit. Some dogs eat their shit, but not all of them. We are here to change that. I have three dogs. The Shih Tzu is nasty, and the Pomeranian is my princess. The Schnauzer, that's the one that shits all over the house. That had a major impact on my relationship with the dog. Then we got Shit Salt, and the results are awesome. He still shits everywhere, but now he eats them all. Now he's my favorite. He even has his own spot on the bed. Sprinkle shit salt on any existing dog dew in your yard, and our proprietary blend of exotic spices will make that dew virtually irresistible to your dog. Your yard stays clean, your dog stays full, and you save money on pet food. Try it free for 30 days, and at the end of your trial, if you miss scooping shit, we'll give your money back guaranteed. You can even keep that shit salt. Shit salt. Salt that shit. A Popco brand. Yeah, news. Yep. That's the news. That's right. This is the news character now. Yeah, I like him. Do you? No. (laughs) (laughs) Nope. Here we are, always with the news, the stuff you never really look for, but always 
felt like you kind of wanted yep. to know. Now, the first article we have up here, I titled Rock Throwers. All right. What do you think that might mean? Bizarre rock throwing attack at Seattle restaurant caught on camera. Dude, Seattle is so desperately trying to compete with Keep Portland Weird. It's getting old. I know it's, it's getting old. Look, like they that. did the they did the the rock throwing thing. Mm-hmm. That's like a yeah. Portland was Portland was doing this in 2012. They I were mean, throwing rocks since 2012. That's right. Surveillance video captured the bizarre attack of a man slamming rocks into. Time his out. Time out. Read the title again. <clears throat> Bizarre rock throwing attack. Throwing, throwing, and now he's slamming. So which is it? Well, they like article. to change up the sure, verbiage. Sure. Oh, okay, that's fine. Mm-hmm. This is just good writing. You're I, not trying to be yeah, too right. redundant. Mm-hmm. Uh, slamming rocks into a Seattle restaurant, sending customers diving for cover. Mm-hmm. Are they really diving? I mean, we'd have to watch the video. I don't know. If, I don't. I don't think we're gonna. We're not gonna watch the video. But he, actually, let's take a look at it. <laughs> so we have a restaurant view. It's a security camera. Now it looks like a. To me, it looks kind of like a. Uh, yes, this is one of the rocks that was. That's one of the rocks. Right into this window. I don't think she should be holding a. Her fingerprints are all, all over, over that. Oh, it's the perfect crime. It's a perfect. She did it. In a fat suit. In a fat suit. She. <laughs> she's holding evidence. Oh man. All right. Let's let's pause real quick. So we just saw a video of the guy throwing the rock. Right. Yeah. Nobody moved. Nobody moved. Nobody died, like they said. But before we read the rest of this. That is a disgruntled employee. Did you yep. not see what he yeah. was wearing? Yeah. That was a chef's yep. smock right. yep. and black pants. That here's, is a disgruntled Here's employee. what I can't wait for is that this is actually just a um, social media marketing campaign no. for the next like kind of money ball situation where it's like that like a dude's eating a burger, he's an MLB like scout, mm-hmm. and this disgruntled employee throws a rock through the window, he's like that boy's a pitcher. Look he, at that boy. He's a boy and pit- hey, boy, you ever thrown you ever thrown ball before? I'm just a cook. I yeah. just hate this place. I was a cook. Let and me I- tell you something. You got the hips and the arms of an MLB pitcher, boy. I'm going to make your dreams come true. I must have learned that from all the, the skillet Oh, that right up. there, that motion, that, that flapjack. Skillet cooking oh, my God. F- flipping flapjacks. No, you're going to make millions. Uh, that is, and I guarantee you, so let's read a little bit more. It happened, it happened at Whiskey West on a seemingly quiet Sunday dinner. I like the word. I like again. They're they're giving us a lot of adjectives. Yeah, this is great. While the suspect was quickly arrested, the restaurant remains boarded and patrons. What are they going to do? Like there just so happened to be a window repairman mm. on duty. <laughs> of course, it's going to be boarded, and the patrons are still rattled. Yeah, it's the guy in the window just coming from the left. Said the owner. I, I don't think he would have been that um, descri- uh, that that sad. His name is Colin Pickering. Colin Pickering, huh? Great, great last name, Colin. Nice going, Colin. While watching the video, the peaceful evening quietly turned into chaos. I love how he says it's the man, it's the guy in the window. Like how that is. But he says that while they're reviewing the security tape, he's like, "Yeah, it's that guy right there that just threw the rock." Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's the one who threw the rock. Oh, yeah. thank you. Yeah. Wow. You know, I always wanted to be a cop. Yeah, that's great, sir. I think you've oh, got the creds, yeah. man. Yeah, I think you've got the eye for it. Just drop your resume off. We'll uh, we'll, we'll look at it. We'll, we'll <laughs> Put take it in the a, pile. Take a look at it, buddy. Uh, the peaceful evening quickly turned into a chaotic frenzy. This guy had a vengeance going. Pickering said he was going for it. Now they still have not mentioned. Uh, wait, a coworker called the police right away. A customer, where? Hold on. As soon as the guy now coworker of who? A coworker of uh, who? Was a coworker guy? of Pickering, I guess. Oh, was an employee, co- I guess. They should have said an employee. I, mean, I think they're already alluding to. Urban Village Police say this a suspect is expected to face charges and probably damage. I'm not. I'm trying to scan and see if it says anywhere. It it, it's so obviously a disgruntled employee. 
No one's going to just going to throw a rock through the window. Well, it is a bummer that it says some people were hurt by the shattered glass. Right. That's a bummer. You don't think so? No, I do think oh. so. I think that's a bummer. You think they were? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah it that does they suck. were hit with with some shattered glass. I think that this would be really fun to watch and be a part of, uh, but it be it would suck. Do you think the 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 hurt that they got was like the glass shattered in their salad and they just kept eating? Well, I was gonna say, yeah, the glass shattered. <laughs> they leaned over and like cut their arm. Like, oh my god, someone's gotta pay for this. Who's gonna pay for this? Yeah. Cut. Also. I don't. This, the salad's got a good crunch. Ah, yeah, yeah, I like it. Yeah, that too. And also, I just want to say, honey mustard, less mustard, more honey. My chicken. <laughs> I'm just going to put that if we're talking. You know, uh, you know, since the owners. You know, once you get the, all this cleaned up, right? But yeah, uh, just, since the owners out here. Yeah, yeah. Let's just work on our ratios. Uh, monkey or something mm-hmm. is the title of the next news article. Monkey or something. Monkey or maybe chimp, or maybe nothing runs amok. In Texas. Now, is that how you spell a muck or is it, why did they capitalize a muck? I think they're just using title case. Or A-M-O-K. Yeah, because nothing is also title. Wait, wait, wait. Is A-M-O-K something? We need to put this all together in the first letter of each word. M-M-C-M-N-R. They're sending us a message. M-M-C-M-N-R-M-M-R-A-T. Oh, my God. There's an MMC rat. Okay. All right. Uh, in these early days, no one confirmed why the monkey is trying to abduct cats. Whose monkey is it? Whoa, whoa, whoa. The the title is a sleeper for that first sentence. It's abducting cats? What is it? What am I reading? Hold on real quick. Oh, wait. Keep reading the times and creating an account. But uh, I have to create an account. Okay, here's the deal. Hold on. I, I, Whose I, monkey is it? Whether or not it's a monkey, or if the monkey exists, some dude in a monkey outfit is abducting cats, and this is amazing. In Texas. Monkey is trying to abduct cats. Whose monkey is it? It, it? Whose monkey it is, whether or not it is a monkey, or if the monkey exists. So, who's laid eyes on this? Who said... You know what they did? So, this oh, is a new dude, no. Oh, my God. Isaiah. Now, listen, sweetie. I know, right. I know you love Snuggles very much. I do. But something has happened. To Snuggles? To, yes. Now... Um, I was in the backyard watching. Oh. You know how Snuggles loves chasing squirrels. Yeah, she goes out there all the time. Right, and she never catches them. It's so cute. Well, yeah, because she's well, she went up doesn't and, really want to hurt anything. Sure, of course. She would never she hurt. Would ne- she would never Snuggles hurt would never, sweetie. No, yeah. but she went up in that tree, and I gotta tell you, you uh, mean her favorite tree? Her favorite tree. Of course, and well, a, of course and a she monkey doesn't. took her away. What the fuck? Yeah, I did not back over her with my F two fifty. That one hundred percent did not happen. Well, yeah, she goes out a, the front. The F two fifty's out front. Exactly. A so, monkey? Yes. You saw the monkey? Well, I saw her get abducted and by. Yeah. A monkey. Mm-hmm. Your, your word's not we mine. We have to call the New York Times. Uh, well, uh, I'm calling the New York Times. <laughs> no. There's a monkey on the loose. Okay. No, no, no. I'm calling it. Sweetie, if it's a monkey sweetie, killed Snuggles, I'm, I'm calling no, it like... right now. <laughs> I think that's, that's what fucking happened. I think that's so pretty much what happened. Some little girl's cat died. So I don't think there's any reason to create an account for uh, the New York Times nope, we figured it out. and read it. So we figured that one out. Daniel Victor, I solved your case. Teen parent killer. Is the title is what I put oh, okay. title. <laughs> he looked at me in real. This comes to to us from my Sun Coast, which is uh, the news outlet right here in uh, this area of Florida that we are in. Florida teen used parents' money to hire people to kill them. Deputies say, "Wow, it's pretty much exactly what I said." Yeah, that is wild. Umatilla, Umatilla, Florida. Sorry. Uh, yeah. Hi. This is the Hitman Institute. Okay. Yeah. No, we can kill them. Uh huh. 
and the last three digits. And what's the name on the card? Now is that That's your name? That's the same person that oh, you're asking China. us to kill. Yeah. So, so you're trying to, is this like a, you know, we have a different, yeah. uh, we, have a, we have a whole different de department right. that will help mm -hmm. you with that if you just want sure. to off yourself. Right, right. Okay. All right. Yeah, all right. Hey, this is actually all right. Um, the parents of 17-year-old Alyssa Hatcher called police Sunday night after discovering they were missing large chunks of money. Chunks is such a great word for money. Know, using chunks of money, like you because they stored it in the mattress, and he went to lay down. I was like, whoa, whoa. <laughs> I don't have a water bed. Where's my chunk of money? <laughs> That's right. Yeah. It just means they have a lot of money. Mm -hmm. uh, the next day, they found out who had taken it. And where it was spent, Umatilla police told Daily Commercial it was their daughter and she used the money to buy drugs and hire hitmen to kill them. Do you wow. now do you think she like the drugs made her do it? Like what do you think? Like she got the drugs. Well, so you know, I'm curious as to like we all have falling outs with our parents. Mm hmm Where do you you know, barring like sexual abuse, where do you escalate it to like I want to I want I want them dead? I know. That's like that's like serial killer level, like some sure. some like little kid. He's like he mm -hmm. started by killing his mom, and then he you know got out of jail three years later and killed everyone else. Yep, you know? that's right. Um, what also, do you mean I can't date Trevor? Boop 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 boop. boop. Hello, I, just Trevor. <laughs> I need meth, and, and I also need you to kill my that's parents. Right. Yep, <laughs> that's right. So yeah, dude, it's crazy that it's a girl. First of all, mm -hmm. um, I guess then again, oh, man, she must have really just hated her parents. Then Hatcher's boyfriend came forward. He told investigators, here we go, now we're getting to the bottom of it. He told investigators at the Salt Lake County Sheriff's Office she confined in him she wanted her parents dead after he saw her at a notorious drug house Monday morning. So wait, what kind of awful hitman are you that you're squealing? Yeah, terrible. Here's money, go kill my parents. He's like, I'll take that money. Yep. Beep, boop, boop, boop. Hey, this girl just gave hey, here's the deal. a friend of my money. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's her to right kill. there, officer. That's her. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yes, it is a nice watch. I just got it mm -hmm. from my grandmother. I just came into some money. Yeah, I just came this came isn't into, about yeah. me. That yeah. girl wants her parents dead. <laughs> that's right. That's right. It's, it's, it is pretty nuts that, um, I mean, there's so many people in the world. We're, we're, we're bound to see that kind of stuff happen mm -hmm. now and then, right? Sounds fun to me. Actually, uh, we have a number of different titles. I'm just going to, for the sake of brevity. Mm -hmm. Brevity. Brevity. Brevet. Steamed half and half. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, for the stake of Bava, I'm going to just read some of the titles that I wrote for some of these links, and uh, I want you to choose. We might do maybe one, two more. So, ready? Sounds like fun to me, but why? That will teach her. Sorry, mm -hmm. I, I thought it was teacher. <laughs> I just like a, I that thought too. so too. Yeah. That will teach her. Monkey kidnaps cat now. The sequel? <laughs> <laughs> now I just want to say <laughs> so we're not clicking that one no, I just want to say I just want to know if that's in a different city that's all I'm saying well here's the thing uh, that it is coming from the India Times I think it's another country oh it's different but here's we the have thing a problem. <laughs> <laughs> because I read the obviously I saw was monkey you know the, the article title I didn't read that bit about cats, and then I found another article about cats. I just happened to find it. We just um, want to let you guys know that there are packs of wild rabbit monkeys out there. And they're, they're controlling the urban centers <laughs> of our cities and abducting our cats. They understand that the cats are the heart to yep. the minds 
and 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 uh, yep. t- to the souls of the, these house owners. That's right. And they know that they get them at the cats. And they force feed them bananas. <laughs> <laughs> I read just a smidgen yeah. of that article. Mm-hmm. And you're not so wrong. <laughs> you're not. <laughs> okay, guys. All right. All right. Let's let's just pick I, one, and then we'll go to that all right, one. All right. But why is but what why really grabs me? Is the news article. But why? 32-year-old caught at airport in bizarre disguise. Tried to reach New York impersonating an 81-year-old. All right. All right. He has done a lot of drinking and sunbathing. Drinking and like, sunbathing. I mean, being 32 and trying to impersonate 81. All right, so what's going on? Just got out of his... Oh, my God, it's Colonel Sanders. Yeah, with a turban. <laughs> <laughs> New York. This article it comes from from CBS Local out of New York. There was a bizarre sight at an airport in India after a young man... First of all, he's 32. He's not like a young man. He's a man. Mm-hmm. Tried to board a flight to New York by disguising himself as a senior citizen. The disguise was impressive. A snow white beard, oversized glasses, and a wheelchair. Uh, Jayesh Patel's odd odd plan had one one flaw, though. The 32-year-old still looks nothing like the 81-year-old he tried to impersonate. Oh, my God. So he had the idea and was like... All right, I'm going for a white beard mm-hmm. and a wheelchair. That's what 81 year old men look like, dude. Just look at the ID. Like, let's look at the ID. Imagine. Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. Uh-uh. I just got no. the I know the, what I'm pow- doing. the beard powder to uh-huh. and and uh, I learned how to slick my hair back and make it look like yep. a bald cap. That's right. Mm-hmm. Well, you should just maybe you should just find yeah. an ID that yeah. looks like that. Yeah, yo, uh, brother Patel. I just I really <laughs> feel like you're barking up <laughs> the wrong tree here. I just uh, I don't think it's gonna work. Look, man, are you squashing on my dreams? That's right. The resident of the county's uh, Gurjart, Gurjarat, Gujarat. <laughs> Just because you say it faster doesn't mean <laughs> it's uh, more accurate. Uh, state attempted to pose as an elderly gentleman in order to reach New York on September eighth. Now, here's why I said, but why? You can read this whole article. It never says what he why has to gain. It never said, yeah, what did, why, yeah. why did you do it? And then the article never even questions why. They just say verbatim what happened, mm-hmm. but there was never, oh, he did it so he could ride a wheelchair and get first boarded. Like, they never said anything. They, they said it because... Yeah. look at this right here. I love this so much. He was definitely not 80 years old. His skin was of a younger person. Uh, and then says Patel eventually confessed to the fraud, and he was handed over to immigration authorities. Um, for having a fake passport. So yeah, it doesn't say, it isn't clear. Wow, why he thought the uh, the, oh my god, octogenarian, octogenarian, yeah, octogenarian. What a, what a great word. Yeah, that's what they call someone who's uh, an octopus, like an old octopus. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, you know how once you reach like seventy, those arms, extra arms, start sprouting out of your like uh, um, your adductors and your armpits. You know, my grandmother when mm-hmm. she turned eighty, she mm-hmm. actually had ten arms. That's amazing. She's know, advanced. No, mm-hmm. yeah. They said she has that weird disease where she ages yeah, faster, yeah. but only when she reads eight, 80. Octogenariation? Mm-hmm. Poor grandma. I know. She's still yeah. kicking, though. Or yeah. slapping. Well, she's she's still, slapping. Yep. She's, yeah. <laughs> that is just, why the, why? And I, and I almost hate, but I almost all at the same time love, because that's what reporting should be. Reporting shouldn't be any speculation. It should be, mm. here is what happened. Now, let's... You know, I've always wanted to be a comedian. 
there's only one place that I can really see my dream coming true, and that's New York City. I'm going to move there. I'm going to move there. How are you going to get there? Well, um, I'm going to take a plane. Uh, but I'm going to disguise myself as an 81-year-old man. You know, I've, I've got that character I've been mm-hmm. working on. You know that character? Mm-hmm. I'm just going to sink into yeah. it, just like Brat, Borat does. Of course. You know, like oh, Borat. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. You're going to be the Indian Borat. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's great. Uh, is your passport okay? Or, like, do you have his I don't passport? Have I'm just okay. going to grab my grandfather's, you know. Okay. So you have an ID of one old man, a passport of another old man, and mm-hmm. disguise of an entirely different old yeah, man. Yeah, but it's that character I've been working on. It is, is gr- really going to And look, me. that character is funny. I'll be yeah. the first one to tell you. You know, if they start questioning, I'll just, you know, crack up a couple of jokes. Sure. Like, oh, what uh, is my colostomy right. bag? Yeah. You know. <laughs> yeah, do the one where you're real angry about not understanding why there's so many different types of water in the aisle in the supermarket. Like, How what? Is, uh, it's all, it's all water. Yeah, you that's know, that one, one? That's, oh, it's so good. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, it's just, I really, uh, so now... At the moment we've all been waiting for. I think we all I know which wait. one we, which one we want to read to wrap this up because uh, this is this is comes to us from the India Times, not um, and Thailand monkey kidnaps kitten, force feeds banana. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> because the article says monkey goes bananas, kidnaps cat, then tries to force feed it his favorite fruit. I didn't know it was bananas, but I just read the link yeah, title, yep. and it does say bananas. This is so good, and that is uh, that's really funny that you a said. Woman in the, the video can be heard shouting, "Let him go! Don't hurt him!" <laughs> the monkey doesn't speak fucking Cats English. Don't eat bananas. Yeah, the monkey doesn't fucking speak English. Like it doesn't understand what you're saying. It's an Indian monkey. You have to say it in uh, yeah. Uh, what do they speak? Hindi. You have yep, to say it in Hindi. That's right. Monkeys are very. Monkeys are very won't take shit from humans in nature. Good on you, Indian yeah, Times. Yeah. <laughs> it's not like the New York no, Times. Oh no, man. Maybe they don't know that shit is a curse word. Uh, but they can be quite nasty by themselves too. Quite a shocking incident came to light recently. A monkey in Thailand held a kitten hostage. It's like. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this monkey. He wants three large pepperoni pizzas, and he wants a helicopter to pick him up and take him out of here. We gotta do this, or kitten's gonna die. Look, this kitten's gonna die. He's feeding that kitten bananas. The kitten was apparently doing just kitten things. <laughs> you know, just doing his taxes. <laughs> Look, New York Times. You need to start taking a peek at the Indian yeah, Times because. For real. This is the kind of reporting I want. The kitten was apparently, apparently, mm-hmm. <laughs> apparently. They don't even because that's another. <laughs> that's another news thing mm-hmm. is that uh, you have to. You, you don't want to say anything definitively. Sure. You can't say the kitten was doing kitten things. Right. Apparently, yeah. allegedly, the kitten yeah, was doing kitten, kitten things. things. Yeah, that's right. We weren't there. <laughs> we weren't there. We can't say for sure. Wandering outside a home in Royong, Thailand, when the monkey in question simply kidnapped it and took it to a rooftop of a house what happened next shocked onlookers it tried to force feed the kitten some banana <laughs> dude here's what i love about this do you know what it just said some bananas mm-hmm. meaning that it was just mashing multiple bananas <laughs> squishing into the face <laughs> and you know what's funny is like it was it was prepared. This is premeditated. Mm-hmm. The monkey was like, "I'm gonna get those eight bananas." Got those bananas. Hey, that cat, that you know kitten. what? He's probably pissed because they, hey, cat, are they feeding you? Here's the thing. He doesn't understand the concept of kittens. He's like, that cat needs potassium. It's <laughs> not growing. That needs <laughs> bananas. The incident was caught on film. The video shared on Facebook was, uh, sorry, Facebook by <laughs> username Chan DSC. The primate can be seen peeling the. Ban- <laughs> 
<laughs> she had the fucking wherewithal to peel the bin. Sure. Well, you know, cats not going to eat the rind. Yeah, <laughs> what? Not, yeah. I feel like the lady shouting at him is why he went to Texas. I know. Started and started, yeah. you know, stealing. <gasps> it's all coming together. It's all coming together. <laughs> the primate can be seen peeling some bananas for itself while holding the kitten in its arms. It then tries to feed the bananas to the cat. Now, let's just take a quick moment and try to watch this video. It looks like it's nice and uh, queued up here. Uh, you see it pe peeling the banana. Anytime I see power lines like that, I'm like, oof, that's a that's a rough you, place. You know it's like Indonesia or mm -hmm. something because it's just... There's literally this person's like... It, it looks like a door of some sort and then it's just power lines <laughs> like resting on the house. And you see it's got it, and it's, look, you see the kitten in the hand, in the hand's hand. It really is. It's got the kitten kind of like sitting in front of it, and it peeled the banana with its mouth. <laughs> I don't mean to laugh at Ty, mm -hmm. but it was just funny. I don't know what she said, but it sounded funny. Yeah, yeah. man, I, I'm very happy that the... <laughs> Guys, if we learn anything from this, it's um, well, monkeys are, are running if you, amok. If you do remember, I did go on a rant mm -hmm. about you know stray cats killing rodents and birds and making them go extinct. I don't know how many monkeys listen to your podcast. I but think it's more than we more thought. More than we thought. We got some yeah. Thai monkeys listening. Yep. We got some Texas yeah. monkeys listening. <laughs> and they're out there cleaning up the streets. They are. Yeah, man. We got to <laughs> stop giving these fucking monkeys iPhones. <laughs> This episode of Road Soda is brought to you by Barney Bambo's Bananas. Barney Bambo's Bananas. <laughs> Ma, I want a Barney Bambo's. When your chimps are hungry, peel a Barney Bambo's. Barneys are bigger, yellower, and more banantastic than any other banana on the market. Thanks, Ma. <laughs> Kids go bananas for Barney Bambo's. Millennial Book Club. Millennial Book Club. Millennial Book Club. Macrame Buffalo Credenza. That is Buffalo spelled with two F's and a U at the end. So well, isn't know. there two F's? Yeah. It's Buffalo. No, I meant three F's. My oh. bad. <laughs> Whatever. Whatever so makes my joke funny. When when we start the segment of the Millennial Book Club and we're doing the the MBC thing, I always. Like right before we start, you know, set that out, and uh, it was none, no macrame buffalo credenza. No one of those words is spelled even remotely close to how it's supposed to be spelled, and, and it really just showed Justin how bad at spelling I am right now. Yep. And I told him, I said, Justin, that's why I'm doing a podcast. I'm not writing a freaking book. You're not writing a book. I'm not writing a book out yeah. here, and that's why. That's right. All right, guys. This is the Millennial Book Club segment where we are just watching. Netflix originals, right? There's no reading books here. It's just a Netflix original. We mm -hmm. tell you what to watch on the previous episode. Yep. You watch it throughout the week. That's right. And then you come back, and we all talk about it, and then we'll announce another one. So this week, mm -hmm. 
We were just, uh, everyone should be watching Hyperdrive. Hyperdrive, which I had a hard time finding because I searched for all kinds of stuff that wasn't Hyperdrive. Really? I know you're like, oh, Justin, why didn't you look at the text I sent you? Or, oh, Justin, why didn't you just go back and listen to the episode? Because I, I don't know. Because of none of those I, things. I don't know, but I just kept searching on Netflix for like supercar and like, mm-hmm. like, God, like race, racetrack. Right. <laughs> You know, Ninja Car Warrior, Ninja Car, and, you know, which is honestly mm-hmm. probably could have mm-hmm. also worked. The, you know, ride the coattails of Ninja Warrior. And, I know. I, I even tried to search for. Um, I think it was like Bisping Car. Yeah. Let me tell you, this the search spiders for Netflix suck. No, they're not. And I typed in Drive, and it came up. But you know, drive, there we go. Yeah. So. Well, Hyperdrive. I think. How do you feel about the name? Do you, do you think it could have been named better? Um, <laughs> well, here's the deal, Netflix, if you're listening. Yes, every one of your things could be made better by uh, utilizing Isaiah and I mm-hmm. as outside consultants. That uh, being said, Hyperdrive's pretty sweet. Hyperdrive's pretty sweet name. Pretty sweet I think name. it was a good name. So, here is, uh, and if you guys, when you write, if you want to write a review, even if it's a review about a past uh, Millennial Book Club segment that we did, and you're like, I just watched it now, I got to get this out there. Write into us, and we will discuss it on the air. We'll read it on the air. Oh, yeah. And look, my dad hugged me very rarely. Uh, actually, I should say my stepdad hugged me very rarely. <laughs> I need a lot of validation. So if you could just write in and be like, yeah, Justin, you're the you're the best. You're, you're, you're right. I agree with your review. That's fine. That's good enough for me, you know. So please, just to help out with Justin, if you mm. could write into the podcast, and you can do that at road. It's roadsodamail at gmail.com. And we read all of our email, and we love uh, reading aloud. We love incorporating you guys into the show. So if you want to tell us your thoughts and feelings or, uh, you know, validate Justin. Mm-hmm. I mean, I like a little validation, too. I don't, sure. I'm just saying, yeah. as much as the next guy. Yeah. Uh, you could do that, uh, roadsodamail at gmail.com. Let's just jump right into hyper, hyper drive. fucking drive. Or as I could not stop thinking every aspect of it like the fact that they're doing it at night mm-hmm. like why are all these shows they got it like it just intensifies it when you got to like drive at three in the morning mm-hmm. it's all at night it's ninja warrior for cars mm-hmm. yep it absolutely is it really is yeah and i loved it now oh before i uh, as i do continue grant wrote us wrote into the show no way Yes, Grant wrote into the show almost immediately after our last episode. We announced Hyperdrive, and we mm-hmm. said, "I don't think there's ever been a show like this." Now, oh, here all comes he did. Grant. He's oh, here the man. Comes fucking He's Grant. the man. Right. So Grant wrote into the show, and he just says, "Crash Course eight twenty six oh nine YouTube." Damn. And I did not watch this YouTube video because I wanted to wait until you were here so we could see it together. I, I was thinking about maybe just sending it to you, but I like that I saved it. And um, so here is Crash Course. Ralph and Jennifer. Hometown team, Dan. I'm pulling for them. I really hope they do well. Uh-oh. Oh, my God. That's weird. They're married. It has to say married. Because <laughs> everyone's like, is that his daughter? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she's... It's a very... Oh, they're married. You didn't have to put that... Yeah. No, don't tell me how to fucking drive. Look at this. So yeah, Crash Course. It looks like mm-hmm. a, that guy looks familiar. Well, this looks like it's on a VHS. Mm-hmm. Well, so oh, nice. Roommates, siblings. So it looks like this show is just taking like everyday people and putting them in like a an audio, like a, not an audio, but an audio sure. course. 
Thank you, Grant. For yeah, see, Grant. that's the kind of thing. Uh, if you, anything you guys want to add, mm-hmm. roadsodamail at gmail.com. And Grant send, uh, sent us that. Thank you so much, man. But uh, yeah, I've. So there is a show out there mm-hmm. that's just like this. I never knew that even existed, but this was really good. I really they see this. They put so much thought into these uh, obstacles. And they courses. really did. Like, whoever designed these, sometimes I, I feel like. Uh, um, well, I'll just use this as an example, right? Like, this could have so easily been something that was um, not not great. Yeah. But th- it seems like they actually had people who were passionate, whether they were drivers themselves or fans, passionate about this sport, yeah. because it is a sport, uh, and uh, uh, designed these courses to cha- truly challenge. Yeah. I mean, amazing. It's really, yeah, they're really, really thoughtful. And mm-hmm. I, like, it's just like, the, may, I wonder if... Um, Whoever it is, I mean, maybe they had some involvement with the Ninja Warrior mm-hmm. people too, and they're like, "Hey, you guys, now create some courses for cars," because mm-hmm. yeah, it really does. It would take like an inside knowledge uh, look at like cars and what would be difficult mm-hmm. for these drivers to do, and like how to set up a thing, yep. you know, how to set like in testing them in the the different ways, like that Simon says thing. The uh, I think it was the second obstacle was like a mm-hmm. big, it was a quadrant, just four squares, yep, and then it would. They would light up at random. Two of them, two of the squares, mm-hmm. would light up at random, and then they had to go into a, uh, a, a spin and a half, a donut and a half, right. each one, without hitting a donut and a munchkin. A donut and a munchkin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's what they should have called yeah. that obstacle. Bunch of jokers. Bunch of jokers. And the the color commentary. Okay, here's the thing about that. Yeah. When I first saw that they had 18 hosts for this show, <laughs> it's like. <laughs> Sorry, most of a spit take on that one. Hi, I'm Look, Michael Bisping. It's not Bisping. 18, right? It's 17, it's all like, right? Hey, I'm Michael Bisping. I'm Carl. And I'm Carl, too. Let's and I'm like, David. Yeah, and, oh, I'm also, and I'm Miss Jennifer. Yeah, like, there's, exactly, yeah. And and I forgot how I got here. Like, there's so many. I was like, this is overkill. But, dude, they, you, they are on fire. <laughs> they have, like, their own little improv mm-hmm. troupe doing the doing the whole intro. They have, do. Because they have that one guy, and I love his intro. Is like, I can't drive. Yeah. But boy, do I love yeah, cars. Right. Yeah. And then the one dude shows up with a prop box. I'm like, dude, the camera's on the cars. He's like all bummed, you know. But he's like, oh, yeah, I, I had a whole. Ah. So what do you want me to do with the truck? Yeah. Do you just want me to. Yeah, I, yeah. Can I yeah. still? Can I just use it? Just, just wait until you see it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> all right. Let's, let's just let him do it. Dude, it, it was. Yeah, it was very. Because every little aspect that it, yeah, I question. I was like, dude, that's a lot of hosts. And I love that they had the one guy. His pretty much his whole job was like, he's on fire. You right. know, like <laughs> they had, it was great. And Michael Bisping, of course, they're like, I thought for sure they would like use his name a little more. Mm-hmm. But um, like, I love how they got it. They're like, all right, Michael, now you gotta just kind of bring this back to fighting. However you yeah. can. He's like, now mm-hmm. I've faced a lot of people in the uh-huh. octagon. Beat yeah. me up. Sure. This looks scary. Really? Mm-hmm. Now, I've been in the octagon a lot. Yeah. And uh, Now, in the octagon, how many munchkins in a, in a donut did you perform, uh, Michael Bisping? Now, I've done two in only one of my fights, but right. I wasn't in a car. Right. That's right. No, you weren't. No, sir. <laughs> yeah. It, it, yeah. Uh, and, and I loved the way that they built up each aspect like not each aspect but like each driver like they did it out of sync they just showed us the good ones that's right i'm thinking of the second driver when they go they go 
He had to quit the sport because of family issues, but now he's his own man. And you could almost see him in the promo, look at the camera like, my, I, what the hell are you <laughs> talking about? My own man. <laughs> What's wrong with you? What? Yeah, I guess that was the guy that he... The Brazilian. He, he was, yeah, the Brazilian guy who was like a prodigy racer, broke mm-hmm. all these records mm-hmm. up until he was like 14 years old. And then his, yeah, his, his, and then he wasn't his own man and anymore. He wasn't his own man, and then he was. Yeah. This total loser yeah. is back to redeem himself. Yeah. I understand you have, you know, pressure being a driver. We we take you away. You 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 no longer your own man, son. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted so bad to jump in. I, I was waiting. I had nothing. That's all right. I the the Japanese guy, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Probably should have taken the whole cake. He was Korean, but that's okay. Was he? No. <laughs> I didn't mean to be racist, but right. I'm pretty sure they said, yeah. Uh, yeah, he he should have taken the whole cake, mm-hmm. but um, I love how... Yeah, the movie's not called Kentucky Drift, okay? It's Tokyo <laughs> it's Drift. Tokyo. Like, that's exactly. This is Brazilian Drift, <laughs> all right? right okay. This is Tokyo Drift. Now, because and I, but I love how happy-go-lucky he was with the obstacles that he had to overcome mm-hmm. like when he didn't make it up the leveler so mm-hmm. uh yeah he gets to the leveler and he's pulled halfway up it and he like didn't go enough to make it fall mm-hmm. so he fell back down but it still had to reset and he started driving before it reset so he like mm-hmm. hit this little ramp mm-hmm. and jumped up in the air and like totally fucked you hear him saying japanese oh something wrong with my car yeah, yeah yeah that's right <laughs> but as soon as he gets to the end he's like did you guys see my jump mm-hmm. like super not like upset with I himself. I love it. Yeah, it's yeah. wonderful. It was. I I really liked his demeanor. Yeah, about how absolutely. He that. Yeah, but totally up until that point, he was winning by like a landslide. Yep. Up until the water. So my my wife actually, um, I put this on on my second monitor, and I was playing video games on on my other monitor. And, oh my man. Um, uh, uh, I think I was playing Hearthstone. You know, something that like I can actually focus on on both kind of. Yeah. You know? And my wife was in the shower and she came out and she walked into my office she's like what the fuck are you watching man shit That's not, <laughs> not because it's like it's terrible but she's like I just I thought you were watching NASCAR and the man I married doesn't watch NASCAR uh-huh. so I just I was worried that I was going to come in here and have to like talk you down off something because like work's been pretty stressful <laughs> for me lately and she thought I just lost she's it she was like, yeah. he's and reverted then, but you know what the best part was is that she came in and she was standing there just got out of the shower like wearing a towel and watching it, and then I was waiting for her to go get dressed, and she's like, "You gotta stop. We gotta watch this together." We gotta I gotta get back so in the shower, this, actually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Brazilian drift got her all uh, hot and bothered. That muscle so, car, just the way it rubs, right. you know. Sure. So, anyways, I just you know that's that's something to keep in mind is like you're thinking, oh, driving is not. I'm not interested in NASCAR. Like even my wife was like, the, the way they tell the story, mm-hmm. dude, they're like the, the the pacing and editing is like David Attenborough for Planet yeah. Earth. Like all of a sudden, like these walruses, you're like super involved in yeah. their drama, right? If and I was just watching walruses, I wouldn't care. No, you know, I'd probably be jacking off. You know, but, <laughs> you know whatever. Yeah, <laughs> but David David Attenborough comes in, all of a sudden I really care now about this story. You know, <laughs> now I'm really jacking off. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, but uh, so. My wife was like, Wait, I, I gotta know. I'm mm-hmm. invested. She only saw five minutes of the show. Right. I was like, I am invested. It, it's so well it's, done. It is so well done, and it doesn't even have to be well done for you to want to just watch it because <laughs> yep. it is so out of left field. Like they're doing what with cars? Mm-hmm. They're up a bridge, and the bridge like lifts. Like I, I'm sorry. <laughs> There's, yeah. I'm sorry. It's yeah. one of those things. Like you would have to pay fit. Like you'd have to pay eighty bucks to go to Universal, and then you have to mm-hmm. pay an extra twenty to see the fucking like that's right. Thirty the three o'clock show, show like stunt yeah. show. Absolutely. Like, it is. 
uh, it's just it's one of those interesting things. Mm-hmm. Like everybody wants to sit around and watch Evil Knievel jump fifty cars, but like, of course, put on this show and watch these people do this. It's 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 intriguing. It's just interesting. It's mm-hmm. I think it's so funny that we give a show like this, and it happens every time. Mm-hmm. Shows like this that seem just like so mindless and like oh whatever mm-hmm. fuck it adulation just like completely this show fucking rock yeah it's great but then you have a show like uh, Anima or that was like mm-hmm. that 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 uh the, the Tom York thing the Tom York which I still thing. haven't seen right I gotta watch it the Tom York thing and like we totally just shit on it mm-hmm. you know which that was like supposed to be like this artistic, artistic really well yeah. mm-hmm. again it was well made sure but whatever you know well, what let's I, not, let's I, not open for it stuff back like up. that you gotta be in the headspace for it too you know mm-hmm. what I mean like um so one thing I do want to bring up is how about the first dude's co-pilot it was just his friend. Yeah, he'd be like, all right, hey, man, make uh, just do whatever you want. It's you gotta, fine. Okay, listen, up coming here, <laughs> there's, there's a turn, and it looks like I wouldn't take it. Mm-hmm. It's, a doo- it's a doozy. You're doing, you're doing great. You oh, wait, did I tell you? Did I tell you that Grant, he took, yeah, he took his first step. Oh, you're busy. You know, me you're and busy. Martha aren't doing so Yeah, anymore. exactly. <laughs> yeah. You listen, him, click, uh, click listen, no, did you just mute me? <laughs> no, he's like, you just hear me go, yeah, no, it's been a long time coming. You and Martha are done for. Mm-hmm. I really got to focus here. All right, come on, man. It is, uh, uh, I really, yeah, you could tell that he was the one that had, that yep. knew the least, because yep. I think in, like, rally car driving, they have a spotter. Oh, of course. Or and even in jiu-jitsu, like you go to a competition, you have a coach, and, mm-hmm. like, are they actually, wa- like, telling you what to do? No, they're they're giving you metadata, like, hey, is, he's posting, or hey, he's weak here, you know? And, like, you know, Charles, when he coaches me, uh, well, I mean, when he did a, a few times, uh, he would say things intentionally to make the opponent do something else. He'd be like, you got a triangle there, and then the guy would pull his arm back, now I have a sweep. Right. And it's like, he didn't tell me he was going to do that. It was just like, he would say things to either make the other coach say something or to get the opponent to react. That is like another level of fighting. And that is fucking It was amazing. Or like one of the best parts is like, I was losing a match one time, and uh, all Charles said was like, he's getting tired, he's breathing heavy. And I don't know if he was or not, but that's all he said. And it got in the other guy's head, and it motivated me, and I ended up winning. I won on points. Dude, that is... But, like, I, yeah, see, it was amazing. Is. He's like, hey, he's breathing heavy. and it, But he said it like Charles. So, like, you know, you guys don't know Charles, obviously, but, like, nothing he really says has much energy. He's, like, a laid-back, like, surfer from Brazil. So he's right. just like, he's getting tired, but in a Brazilian accent. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's breathing heavy. He's getting tired. Yeah. Yes! <laughs> yes, exactly. That was he's getting it. tired. Oh, yeah. he's, he's breathing. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, Blondie, so, Blondie. Yeah, he's getting right. tired. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> um, so anyways, yeah, I think that it's pretty common in sports to have like your backup to mm-hmm. give you some metadata and, and to help you. But do you think that friend was doing that for him? Absolutely not. <laughs> he was just super happy to be there. <laughs> just, I'm on TV, dude. Yeah, yeah, he's like, hey, I would, uh, uh, you know, clutch it. Get the e-brake on? Yeah. Did the... No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, right. no, when he goes to drift, he pulls out, that's the parking brake! <laughs> that's how you drift! That's oh, a, oh, sorry. Yeah, no, I, I know. I know, man. Yeah, I'm of course. Sure. All right, you Stout. do your thing. I'm yeah, going to be here. Exactly. Um, yeah. yeah, Charles is like a black belt in coaching. Yeah, for sure. That is really cool. I, that is so... Of course. Of course. Yep. That makes me so happy to hear that. Yep. Um, Charles is the black belt here in Sarasota that's like really brought jujitsu almost to Sarasota or almost and, to Florida in, yeah. in, a, in a lot of ways. In a lot you of know, ways. in the in the early ni- or mid nineties, I guess it would have yeah. been. But anyways, he's he's produced so many people that have produced their own schools in and around this area of Florida. Mm-hmm. 
And we both are very fortunate enough to have trained directly under him. And I grappled with him this morning. So closely, we're friends. It was brutal. We're, yeah, he's fucking, he's an awesome man. Awesome man. Anyway, let's get back to fucking hyperdrive. Dude. I, and again, I don't want to say it's, it's, I stick hard and fast to the idea that every bit of entertainment is its own thing. Even when it comes to uh, TV shows. Of course. Every TV show is trying to do its own thing. Yeah, right? and, and judge things on their own on, merit. On right? their own what merit. are they trying to accomplish and did right. they accomplish it? So in that vein, when I say we give something like this a complete adulation, it's because that's the show they were trying mm-hmm. to create. They were trying to create a fun show that was just a spectator thing where people want to watch it and they wanted to do it well and mm-hmm. also give you a personal story, like connect you to these lives. Mm-hmm. And, and and they did it. They did it really well. And who did they really connect us with, Isaiah? They really, really connected us to the the, um, the very last driver. Mm-hmm. Like, everyone got their own little stories, right? Mm-hmm. Everyone got their... Um, like their uh, uh, like intro and like I come from a family mm-hmm. and I I've got a I've got four uh, yeah I, I I got I got four jobs to, to take care of my adopted mm-hmm. brothers and sisters that's right yeah I'm the mother of four sets of triplets and we live on a cattle farm <laughs> it's like all right. and boy do those steers get hungry yep and I have to I actually I don't use horses to to move them from pasture to pasture I drift and scare the dick off of them make all them right. I do that, and, and I got my kids out because we don't have herd dogs either. So mm-hmm. I got all my kids. Yep. They kind of they're help hooping, them. hollering, and barking, just bark. running around. Yeah, taught them how to bark. Real I taught well. my kids how to bark. <laughs> they, they said bark, bark before they said dad. I'll tell you, <laughs> these kids are great. So um, that, uh, like, they, what they did by building the stories, mm-hmm. they really, really built the story. All of a sudden, for the uh, you, it gets getting to the last leg of the mm-hmm. the first episode. You're getting towards like the 30, 40 minute mark. Actually, I don't remember how long the episode was. Whatever, it was like a 10 minutes I feel left. like, yeah, the hour. The episode was about an hour, if I, I remember. Feel, yeah. yeah. And so you're getting to the end, and all of a sudden it really cuts to like a little documentary about like this person's life, and you're in South Africa, and you're like, oh, mm-hmm. this person's like, they went to South Africa to record them, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden, in pops uh, Charlize Theron. A child. <laughs> a child. <laughs> But it was the, yeah, it was like a sixteen yeah. year old. She's definitely the youngest person. Mm-hmm. But um, that actress, what was her name? Charlize Theron. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. My bad. Yeah, yeah. The See, actress. I don't remember the name of the little girl, so I was like, yes, that is her. Oh yeah, <laughs> it was Char. Yeah, uh, Charlize Theron or whatever. Right, uh, right. She not only is she's a super famous actor. She had been in uh, Monster, uh, a- Atomic Blonde, Mad mm-hmm. Max, The Fate of the Furious. Mm-hmm. Uh, Devil's Advocate. Oh, that's actually what the movie is called. I thought you were being facetious. No, dude, she was in a Fast the and Furious fate movie. Fate and the Fury. The, the fate, fate of the Furious. Of the Furious. Yeah, she was in Hancock. She was a Hancock's wife, mm-hmm. I believe. Oh yeah, yeah. She was on Eon yeah. Flux. She was like the the actress that played in uh, Eon Flux. That's where I think I recognize uh, the her, Italian yeah. job, dude. She's a huge fucking actress, but she's she is the mm-hmm. producer of the show, and she's South African. So when they go to South Africa and then she she's like with the family, she actually mm-hmm. starts speaking mm-hmm. their language and mm-hmm. stuff. And Which is Afrikaans, right? That's what they call it? It's Afrikaan-o. a Germanic. Oh, okay. That's yeah. fair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, she is, which you I immediately go, good on her for holding that card until 30 minutes into the first episode because mm-hmm. they could easily... That wasn't say, in any of the promos. None of the promos. And it wasn't like, like UFC champion Michael Bisping. They never mm-hmm. it was they never once mm-hmm. rested on those laurels. Mm-hmm. They never once used those things 
to draw people in. If you mm-hmm. like Charlize Theron, because honestly, a lot of people that like that actress probably aren't, aren't going to like jump into Hyperdrive. They might. I think. Mm-hmm. I think just about anybody would actually. It is one of those really fun shows mm-hmm. that you can watch with people, and I love it. You. It's great to watch with people those like game shows and that kind of stuff because it's something where you can talk to somebody you can play a card game mm-hmm. and have it on mm-hmm. and it just creates like conversation mm-hmm. and and I, that's why I love those shows man that's why I love stuff like that it's just like the uh, the instant hotel show mm-hmm. yeah oh man so the mullet uh, the mullet man uh, uh, right here right here in our heart stole my heart so what we did with what happened because if, if you remember in the first episode mm-hmm. It builds up to to the last story of this this uh, little South African girl, and she's like seventeen, whatever. I don't know how old she is, and um, they're they're building up her story. Mm-hmm. And you see it, and then just as it shows her ready to start her engines and to go through the course, that first episode ends. That's right. Oh, what a cliffhanger! Of course, yep. everyone watched the next episode. Yeah, everybody did. So, including guys, Isaiah and I, including Justin and I, we watched that next one but mm-hmm. here's what we did guys this is a special little treat for you and uh what we did was we watched that part together so for the first five minutes of that show uh, of uh, hyperdrive the second episode the first five minutes we did a commentary mm-hmm. and we're actually going to play it we're going to st- i'm going to stop the podcast or not stop the podcast we're going to have a little break right here and it's going to be it's just five minutes i think it's going to be entertaining to listen to even if you don't watch sure. it but if you're in the if you're in the ability to actually watch the first five minutes of that first of the second episode with us, it's going to be like a, a commentary with it. Mm-hmm. You can hit play right when we start, and it'll be like we're watching mm-hmm. it together. It'll be very very funny. And now a word from our sponsors, and then of course you know that. This episode is brought to you by Faux Diplôme University. Faux Diplôme University. Real degrees for real people. Guaranteed degrees, guaranteed dignity. I'm Ted Kavinsky. I've been working at Walgreens for three years and I was passed over for a promotion twice, all because I didn't have a degree, even though I was a better employee and more knowledgeable about the job. Then I found Faux Diplôme. Now I choose who gets the promotions. Faux Diplôme University has been creating stories like this for over a year. We pride ourselves on having the highest graduating percentage of any university. That's because at Faux Diplôme, getting your degree is as easy as paying your tuition. Once the tuition is paid for your degree, it will arrive at your door in the amount of time it would typically take to earn that degree. Enroll in the AA program, and in two years, you will be a degree-carrying hot commodity in today's job market. And while you wait, you can keep your friends and family off of your back by telling them you are enrolled as a student, knowing you will be guaranteed their sweet adulation when your degree finally arrives. Faux Diplôme University, giving people better jobs with a framed piece of paper. A Popco brand. (laughs) Uh. Oh, you're fine. (laughs) Okay. <laughs> uh, he was whispering real quietly. Hold on. <laughs> All right. Our everyone's gonna want to press press play on episode two, right? Now, are you hearing it? 
Oh, I'm hearing it. Oh, we're hearing it. See, this is great. I noticed they changed the new Netflix intro. Like oh, the, the boom, boom, yeah. yeah. Stacy, that is that me? Is that a fat me? Did you see that guy? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep, that was a fat you. I think that guy was a larger version God of damn, me. Dude, I love Brent's commitment to the cowboy hat. You do? Oh, I don't have that confidence. No. I love that her dad is hel- is helping dude, her. It's the Khabib Nurmagomedov of uh, driving sports. You're right, and and you know what? There is so much rested on a gamble. Like they built this episode, they built this like the tension around her hoping that she's going to do better than everyone else because if mm-hmm. she doesn't it's going to it's like yeah kids suck is that the story like yeah what is the story unless what they did oh man nailed it do you think do you think they like let her drive the course a couple of times just to make sure that she does oh no nope. <laughs> I'm going to just she go just out on a limb and say that like they might have thought that and Michael Bisping was like, no. That's uh, my that's my yeah. British name. Sorry. <laughs> it's funny. Just as I said that, she was. what's that one called? The obstacle? Yeah, that obstacle. Dude, I don't know. The, the loop the loop. loop it was route, like the like, slingshot or something, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah. Or something. Yeah, the um, where she has to go and, and completely do a 180. She knocked one of those poles. Damn. Cowboy hats. Yeah. Look yeah. at his face. He's like, this fucking kid. Do you think... <laughs> this All is right. my favorite thing. This, Yeah, so what, what obstacle is this one? So this is basically they have to look at what one's going to light up, go in and spin around one and a half times, and then exit. And the idea that you have to think so quick... It's basically playing Simon Says, like you have to remember which thing and then yeah. tap it and whatever, but you're driving a vehicle at, you know, that's 500 horsepower. Yeah. You know what she? What's what's funny is that she's already doing better than somebody, and she hit one. Of, she was the only person I've seen to hit the, one of those light poles that's, in that's that turn. Yeah, yeah. Look at her dad. That just makes me happy. God, that's what you want, Netflix. Yeah. Stop manipulating my emotions. That dude's nervous. Yeah, dude. He's like, am I be about to about to get beat by like a a sixteen year old girl? <laughs> he's like, my wife said that she was going to divorce me if I got knocked out. I <laughs> got knocked out of this race. Oh, man. She said, "I only my son doesn't respect me." He. <laughs> I wanted to add on to that. My son didn't respect me. Dad, if you can't, if you can't drive, I don't respect Look, you. I'm trying to drive the best I can. You know, I'm trying. Dad, I only like you if you can drive good. Uh oh. Oh no. The car died. So she's on the um. That snake little run. Mm-hmm. Where it's the um. It's basically water, and they have these reflectors to guide you, and it's like a nine-foot deep water with a raised platform. So literally, the the car they can drive the car into the water. If they, yeah, if, if they're they not, up. if they don't stay on that platform, and her car just died. Now this also kind of happened to the first guy, but his car didn't stall all the way. Yes. I remember. Yeah, he took like, it. He oh. took it too hard and flooded his engine, which she just okay. So she just started she her really car didn't. again. Nice. Now she hit it first try. Yeah. Uh, a few of the people have not hit it first try. Love his sunglasses. Who was that? I was. Uh, it was Stevie Wonder's cousin. <laughs> Bobby Fantastic. Campo. Bobby Fantastic. Stevie Wonder and I'm Bobby Fantastic. I, I'm deaf and I play music. 
Isn't it so amazing that he plays music deaf? Oh wait, I just realized you're making fun of him. Wasn't uh, wasn't wasn't Bach famously deaf? Like, I, how how who, we can say that about anybody? That that's right. <laughs> Muhammad Ali was deaf. Yeah, he was deaf. Look at her; she's still beating cowboy hat. He, that how bad did he do? Is it his daughter or his wife? Because I mean, it's right nice in the middle. Pull, I think honestly, I just gotta say. I mean, <laughs> if I'm allowed to say that phrase, I think it is his. <laughs> is it his because wife. he's from the south? That's why it's right in the middle. <laughs> I guess <laughs> it could be his cousin. All right. Is she freaking she, out? I think it has the light has to change. Oh, then, right, right. Yeah, she's got to get the green light. And then she's got to floor it up that thing. So, yeah, she's on the leveler, which is that... Like drawbridge. The moat that it broke. Mm. Basically, the idea of the drawbridge, of course, is that they have to drive up one side, and then the weight makes the bridge go down, and then they have to balance, and then they go you know, on, further onto the course. Her car's still stalling. It's the car seesaw. Yeah, from that wall of water. Oh, man, this is so sad. That one dude's Texas son right now. Yeah. Your daddy's not a loser. Look, even the audience is like... Well, I, I gotta say, that's the one thing I love about this, is that even the other opponents, I'm making fun of that guy, but honestly, they're all, like, seem really excited for each yeah. other. I'm really, really happy that we decided to live watch this to see where this went. Mm -hmm. um, so that we just, we just watched the first five minutes together of the second episode and her car stalled right at the leveler she you can tell she's really upset everyone's really upset but i think this is a perfect this is place good enough yeah for us to, yeah, to this stop is good enough. yeah this is really i if we can just take a moment to talk about i really like i don't like that she lost but i like that they're still they still built the story oh, yeah. up mm -hmm. and they just showed the realness of this because anytime it's like a younger person and, and you know just the fact that she got this exposure is going to help her and the fact that she's so young, she has so mm -hmm. much time to continue to do better. So it's mm -hmm. I'm not like completely torn up. Yeah, it sucks. Yeah, we're not gonna pay you, but you will get so much exposure. And honestly, we I mean, we're looking for you to lose is what we're looking, we're looking for. for you. We're gonna need you to lose, all right? Now you gotta go out there and you gotta fail this thing. Yeah, um, this was I really yeah, I really liked the show. Yeah, so it was we, great. Now, I hope that you guys like that. If you guys want to uh, tell us if you thought that was fun or if that was good to watch or mm -hmm. not watch, but that was like something you liked, let us know because we're thinking we might do a little bit more of that. We might even have like a separate release thing uh, down the line. We just wanted just sure. testing out. We're just trying something new. We're yeah. trying to bring you guys new uh, styles of our entertainment. Sure. If you think it would be fun to watch the Millennial Book Club with Isaiah and I. Yeah, you know, I think that I would have fun doing that. I think I would. Yeah. I would have a lot of fun. I mean, I had a, I had a lot of fun just doing mm -hmm. it for five minutes. Now, uh, I thought that was again awesome fucking show, mm -hmm. and I really like the way that they um, they built up that story, and then it, you have the reality of the situation. It, mm -hmm. it wasn't all Hollywood. It wasn't all fake. no man. And um, she didn't. She, you know, she didn't. She lost. I'm interested to see what happens after that. I am that. too. Yep. But. Um, I want to ask, where would you where would you rate this? Oh, this is a must watch. It really mm -hmm. is. I I think that like at first I was thinking watch if it, watch it if it's there, mm -hmm. uh, just because that's how I truly feel. Yes. At, at first, yeah. but I think this is a must watch because I think that as I get older, mm -hmm. I have a harder time hanging out. Yeah. And and I I don't know if this is going to translate to to listeners and stuff, but I have a harder time just like hey come over and we'll just sit down and chat you know mm -hmm. and so I'm busy. 
And yeah. and this would be so cool just to get a couple of my close friends together and be like, hey, let's just watch a couple episodes of this. Yeah. And people can drift in and out. You can go outside, smoke a you know pipe or smoke cigarettes, and I smoke a smoke pipe. Marijuana. Uh, you know, you can do that too. <laughs> but I, I actually, you know, I smoke a pipe. I just go out for a half hour, come back in. It doesn't really matter. Like I'm not so invested in this where it's like I have to know who wins what and how. Mm-hmm. It's just. It's just fun to watch. It's fun to watch. It's so, going to spark conversation. Yeah, absolutely. You're going to have things to talk about with your friends, and, and it's going to be yep. a lot of fun. And, and the color commentators, as we said before, are so good. All 18 they are. of them. So I was good. a little, at, like I was saying earlier about the guy that's like, I'm not a driver. I've never driven, but I am a car enthusiast. Yeah. That guy really had a lot to say. Yep. And it was always good. Yep, absolutely. You know, he was always like, now this car's got a lot of power into the hood. Oh, it's yeah. 500 horsepower. Yeah. Now this guy's the only car out here with a rotary engine. Yep. He's going to be loud. Like. I, I, yeah, I really do. And I even like, uh, uh, you know, literally the very first thing, of course, Michael Bisping was like, uh, is it supposed to be making that noise? Like, yeah. and am I supposed to be scared? <laughs> <laughs> you know, but, um, but that I guy, spend a lot of time in the ring yeah. and uh, I get scared. I've never heard that fucking noise in my <laughs> life in the octagon. So. Now, up for our next show, it's uh, Octagon Car Fighting. Right, right. Which I actually, I thought Michael Bisping would be better for a Demolition Derby, right? Like, I've beat a lot of ass and then, you know, but whatever, I'm done Is with there that. a Demolition Derby show? There's, well, Is that Grant? on the horizon? <laughs> Grant! Where you can you, can Grant, you pull out the Demolition Derby mm-hmm. show? Um, I think that would be a fun show. I, I would get on board with that. It is, I, I would also put it in the same spot of must-watch, but also a watch if it's there. Like, you pocket it. Like, mm-hmm. you don't got to go out and watch this right now. Yeah. But if you're in the situation, you've got some friends over, you got something going on, this is definitely one of the mm-hmm. ones where you can go, guys, let's just have this on. Like, yeah. it's, it's a lot of fun. You got that awkward cousin that's, like, out in town from Pennsylvania. How am I going to connect this Oh, guy? my God. Let's just avoid talking and watch cars. Or if you've got a NASCAR, you know, relative sure. that you don't really connect with and... No, it's going to be exhausting. Why are they making rights? <laughs> I don't understand. You're breaking my brain. Yeah. Where's the pit stop? There's a pit stop. They got to they gotta take the wheels off that thing. For <laughs> what are they doing here? <laughs> um, guys, so I, that, I knew that was going to be a lot of fun. And, mm-hmm. and they always are. And I'm we're always looking for shows that are going to be fun like that. And But this next one <clears throat> that we are going the next show that we're going to do I'm also really excited about mm-hmm. because I'm I'm an enthusiast but I'm not like a knowledgeable and I'm not a hobbyist but we're going to watch Hip Hop Evolution right yep. but before we we say we're going to watch Hip Hop Evolution we're going to watch uh, we're going to watch season 2 because season 2 they just released now it is a yeah. Netflix original mm-hmm. but season 2 Justin brought it to my attention it's yeah. your uh, suggestion but season 2 came out very recently. And very season recently. one is also a Netflix original. Yes. Yeah. So, and it's it's great. You know, season one went back, like, as far as the first kind of DJs, mm-hmm. right? And then the first kind of, like, block parties and, like, really, like, the West Coast and the East Coast scene that created hip-hop. And all the way back to, like, Grandmaster Flash and, and, and Run DMC and stuff. And, you know, they covered, like, how uh, Blondie was the first, like, kind of white pop artist to adapt hip-hop. She had... Wow. Uh, you know, uh, a rap artist in one of her songs, and she did kind of a sing-songy rap along with him. And um, uh, so, yeah, it was just really cool history, well filmed, great like uh, art and like very urban graffiti style like logos and things like that. Great music throughout, great interviews, um, 
And uh, yeah, I think season two is going to be really fun. I think season two, yeah, and and we're we're going to learn a lot. And if you haven't gathered now, uh, Justin has watched the first season, but he hasn't watched the second season. And Never, I haven't, no, haven't seen I it. Ha- yeah, and I haven't watched any of it. So uh, what you'll be kind of like our guide if you know we're watching the second season and there's any tie-ins mm-hmm. to that first. You I have always wanted to be a hip hop sherpa. Uh, you are the hip hop sherpa guiding us up the right. hip hop mountain. Mm-hmm. So, uh, guys, watch. That show you watch, uh, Hip Hop Evolution Season mm-hmm. 2 next week, and that's what we're going to talk about. And feel free, don't even, if you want to watch the first season, go ahead. But like I said, we're going to have Justin here kind of filling mm-hmm. in the gaps. And um, if you watch Hyperdrive and you want to write in and say, I mm-hmm. hated this thing, or mm-hmm. you know, anything else that you want to add to the conversation, feel free to write in roadsodamail at gmail.com. And when you do, give us your mailing address because you get a, a special Millennial Book Club postcard and uh we love sending these out it's just like a thing you know being a part of the show we want you to be a part of the show and you want to send you the postcard to be a um you know it's like a ticket holder it's wonderful okay i got a postcard i'm a part of something right mm-hmm. all right guys yeah watch uh watch hip-hop evolution evolution <laughs> Hey, new clubs again, Bob? You just got a new set. That class action lawsuit I was a part of just settled. Oh, really? Which one? The one involving red Toyota Corollas. But, uh, you drive a Lincoln. Exactly. You gotta call these guys and get in on the action. Class action now. There are so many class action lawsuits. If you haven't settled with one yet, you are missing out. That's why we are here. Class Action Now. Matching real people with real class action lawsuits. If you or someone you know has ever eaten too much at a Golden Corral, or felt ridiculed for your film purchases checking out at a Holiday Inn, or been groped by a priest in Vermont or Pennsylvania, coming soon, Ohio, or been sexually harassed by Donald Trump, Or did that tweet from Stephen A. Johnson spoil the ending of Game of Thrones for you? Then log on and fill out our short survey and we will match you with class action lawsuits that fit you. Remember, if you're not settling, you're losing. Class action now. Hello? Miss Libby. I don't know what happened. Me neither. I'm uh, I'm not a scientist. I have no clue. Okay. Well... Here we are. So, the, yeah, because uh, the way that I record conversations through Skype and whatnot is uh, not very high tech by any means. It's just I really just put the phone up next to like a, a speaker, uh, not a speaker, but a, <laughs> a microphone. Anyway, but are you it, sure you're not a scientist? I'm. Uh, you know what? I mean, it, I think the jury's kind of out on that. What is a scientist, Libby? Let me ask you that. Well, uh, scientists, of course, are people that develop uh, scientific theories. And scientific theories um, are you develop a hypothesis and then you, um, and that's it. That's, <laughs> you've got, that That was like a, a real legitimate answer. How, how are you doing? I'm not, I'm recording right now, but I'm not like, just because uh, I just wanted to see, make sure that it, it looked good and it was all coming out all right. But um, I'm I'm really really pumped. I'm really excited to, to speak with you, and this is I'm yeah. So we're I'm just gonna ask I'm just gonna ask some uh, real simple kind of interview questions. Not gonna be any kind of hard hitting anything. I just want to get a story about you and 
your life and your life in comedy and your life with Vine and uh, that's pretty much that's pretty much it and I think those those stories are always my favorite and I always have the most fun with that so uh, without if you're ready I'm ready if you're ready excellent let's why even pussyfoot around let's <laughs> with us today everybody a very special guest Libby Higgins now is that your real name Libby um <laughs> wow you said you weren't gonna have any questions. <laughs> you well I just thought of that one you could say no <laughs> I won't ask you what your real name is um that is not my real name Okay. I I've always gone by Libby since I was a little kid. Okay. And Higgins is a name I developed when I started doing stuff online so that people wouldn't find the real me. Okay, which is probably pretty smart. I'm an old savvy internet user. Oh, oh, so you so have you have you been cuz I've noticed your videos are actually very well like there's a lot that goes into them. Some people might think it's oh she's just shooting a video, but like there are little there are nuances that it really does take a tech savvy person to to do the stuff that you make. So when did you first jump on the internet? Like when were you? How about that question? Uh, literally at my house we had um, dial up, and I'm trying to remember. I think it was called Prodigy was like our first internet provider. That sounds familiar. In the nineties, in the nineties, like early nineties. Oh yeah, of course it was dial-up. They didn't have anything else. They had, oh what a what a nightmare that was. But at the time, it was so amazing and wonderful. So, guys, Libby is an amazing comedian. Are you? Do you like to go by comedian? Comedian. Comedian. And we met on Vine. Actually, we haven't actually met met, but um, we. Are friends from online and on Vine in the Vine days, and since she's uh, been making a lot of really awesome, funny videos on YouTube, and that's kind of what we're. I just want to like talk to you about like what ever, all that kind of stuff. But first, where let's let's hear the story about Libby, if that's your real. I think we already know that's not <laughs> what. Like where were you born? Where where uh, where in the the great United States were were you born? I was born in St. Louis, Missouri. Okay. And Missouri is a flyover state. So why do they? Why check. do you think they call it a flyover state? Because nobody really comes here to come here. It's they just generally fly over. Well, what if they want to go to Dollywood? Well, uh, Dollywood is not in Missouri, so <laughs> they would have to go somewhere. Well, they, they would have to fly right over it to get there. That's why. <laughs> I had, I thought for sure it was in Missouri. Where is it? I think it's in Tennessee. I think it's in Missouri. Where are you from? I was born in Vermont. Hey, this ain't about me. How about that? <laughs> Well, I I've never met anybody from Vermont, so I'm. Uh, we don't like to we don't like to process. We don't like to tell people. <laughs> <laughs> that is, I'm pretty sure. I think it's it is. It's like on isn't it down in Missouri, like southern Missouri, by like I don't know. Never mind. That's way You're, off. The, are you thinking of um, what's that town called, Branson? Maybe. 
Maybe they have a Dollywood in Branson now, and I just don't know it. Yeah, who would know it? Only you. Like I think only really diehard Dolly fans, Dan's. That's what they call them. Um, <laughs> what? That's not, you don't. You can't. <laughs> you can't laugh at such. That was a terrible joke. Okay, so when. When, I like puns. You like puns? That was... I feel I'm really not good with puns. I try, but uh, I, I really kind of admire, but also hate the people that are really good at puns. Um, I'm terrible at them, too, but I think they're funny. Okay. Well, I me too. Uh, when, when did you realize that you were funny? Oh. That's a hard hitter. Is, is that's a, I'm getting hitters out here. You're a little St. Louis girl, and you're you're doing the St. Louis thing. And when were you like, wow, I'm like funny person? I honestly didn't think that until I got on Vine. Really? Where people started telling me that I was funny. Wow. Is it seem so? You were never, man. And did but did you did you make people laugh, and maybe you just weren't realizing. That you were like my true potential. Your true potential, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I I think I always tried to make people laugh, but I didn't have a lot of confidence in my comedic ability. Okay, I think that is probably like the two really do have to go hand in hand. Because I, I, if you would ask probably the funniest comedians like in the world, who the funniest person is, they're they're going to name someone that's not actually a comedian. And they're, it's huh. like, oh, my brother or my friend, but they would never, ever get on stage, you know? It's, yeah, it's, uh, I don't know. It's a it funny was, thing. I, I wasn't shy, but I, I was scared to be, like, really silly, funny around people. Okay. Because I was afraid that they would think I was a dork, which I am. I'm well, not afraid of that anymore. That's see, that's the big thing. That was the big thing is realizing that it's okay to be as what you call a dork. <laughs> I, that's offensive to all dorks. That is well, well, it's not offensive that you're a dork. You can't use the. I don't know. I'm sorry. I'm really. I'm, I'm gonna use, be. <laughs> I'm not using it in a negative way. I'm just saying, like, like in high school and stuff, it was not cool to be a, a dork or you know whatever. Yeah, it seems like the internet really opened that kind of stuff up. Like, everyone's more comfortable being a wackadoo, you know? Because it's, it's safe on the it internet. Is. Yes, that's true. It's very true. I also want to just, disclo- full disclosure, I'm, I am Stony Baloney. And, um... <laughs> now, <laughs> that's be- just... before, before I say anything else, am uh-huh. I allowed to say curse words or not? Uh, yes. Okay. <laughs> do you like how I said uh, I mean, before? I will I'll try <laughs> you, not to, but like... No, you, you can do whatever you want. Now, this podcast is all about fun and entertainment. And I think cursing is fun and entertaining. And um, I never want to be... I never want to do that. Try to steer away from like cursing. I think it's all about intention. And you can make the cleanest word just as hurtful as the dirtiest curse word and i really just think that it's all about yeah like i can call you a a mother popping bottle lover <laughs> right yeah and you would not be wrong you wouldn't you wouldn't be wrong that's 
I do like popping bottles. I love it, actually. <laughs> so, okay, uh, you find out when you were on Vine. How about when, what was your very first, like, what was the first moment that you knew that Vine existed? Like, what was your first, like, someone told you about, you know, you get what I'm asking. Somebody, I I was on, a, have you ever heard of a site called Battlecam? Uh, no. Please go on. It was uh, a site where two people would be on cam at the same time, live. Okay, okay. And then the audience could either vote you up or it was called poop you off. What? And it was kind of like a live, like who can survive. Right. Kind of thing. And okay. um, somebody told me that I would be good at Vine and I'm like, what the, like, what can you do in six seconds? Right. What the, so, the whole world? That's what you can do in six seconds. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I that no was idea. that was all of our thoughts. I think that wasn't a single person. Like I think everyone's thought was like six seconds. What? There's not. What are you gonna do in six seconds? Right. Right. Except for the people that like envisioned it. They're like, this is gonna be great, man. And they were right. They were right. Boy, were they right. So, what about this battle cam? Is that still around? Um, I think this. I think the site's up. I don't know that it I'm actually exists it. the way it was. I am definitely googling it. Googling it. Googling it. <laughs> Let's see here. So battle cam. When you were on battle cam, so like, was there audio too? Could like, it was it just two people and then like? It was audio and video. Okay. And of course, the chat room would be filled up with just trolls regular people it was just insane and then you could win prizes you can win prizes like money prizes what good what no 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 please keep how did you find out about battle oh god how did i okay so that leads me back to where i first started broadcasting live on justin tv which is is now um it's a, a big gaming platform um i is it twitch Twitch. Okay, because yeah, I I think I remember hearing about that. So battle, battlecam.com is still around. Are there people on it? It seems like there is, although there is. I'm looking at all the. It says top channels, right? Yeah, and then you it's could got, have your own channel. Wow, it says zero viewer, zero audience members on all those channels. So. Oh, that's so sad. Isn't it? Do you think it's better to just turn off your website or just like let it become empty and, and vacant like a like a ghost website, like a ghost town? Um well the guy that, that does that, he is a billionaire, so he can just do whatever the heck he wants. Wow. A billionaire runs battle cam? He uh, he was his name is Alki David and he was like a big Coke purse, like a Coca Cola. Oh air or something but so you're he just like basically was rich and did what he wanted well that battle cam was a good idea i think so it was fun yeah you're you were like deep in the battle cam like you know the guy that created it and everything oh yeah i spent a lot i spent a lot of time on battle cam <laughs> i'm gonna put that on your headstone <laughs> spent a lot of time on battle cam guys a lot of time and I'm sorry I'm getting so caught up on this. This is really the first time I'm ever hearing about Battle Cam. And it just sounds like <laughs> such a crazy idea. Like, I honestly trying to figure out how this thing died. 
Was it like a roast battle? Would it be like people trying to kind roast? Kind of. Yeah. You could roast people, per, the person, but my thing was is I went in on care. I went in. I broadcasted as a character. Uh huh. Um, not Carla, but Claudette, the older lady with yeah, the neck brace. With the neck brace, fucking brilliant. <laughs> and I would roast. You know, I'd roast people in the chat room. I'd roast people on the. People loved it. They loved it. Are you broadcasting anywhere else live as Claudette? Or Carl? Yeah, now, these days. No, I don't really do a lot of live stuff just because I am uh, busy. Okay, yeah, because I think... And also, it takes... Like, it's hard to, like, get character and just sort of, like, stay in that... It's It's not hard. It just can be tiring a little bit i can i can understand that yeah i could definitely see that and also if you really unless you're able to carve out like a piece of uh uh, like a piece of time every week and really do it but i think yeah um that would be that's that's really fun that that sounds like it, it was a lot of fun so through battle cam somebody in the in there was like you should do vine and you're like what the fuck's vine and then, did you download it or right then, or what did you do? I think I, I downloaded it right away, but then I kind of waited a little while to post, because I didn't really know what the hell you were supposed to do. Yeah, did you, like, just kind of search around? You probably watched Gummy, what was it, uh, Gummy Bear, the Gummy Bear Wallet, Gummy Money. Gummy Money, uh, Nicholas Megalis. I, yeah, I think that was, like, the first Vine that came up when I downloaded the app. Oh really? Yeah, because that was when I downloaded it. That was the um, that was like the the uh, editor's pick at that time. Oh wow! So it was like the first one. Gummy money. I remember that shit. That shit Gummy was stuck money. in my head. Do you remember it? I sure do. Yeah, it was stuck in my head for weeks. <laughs> <laughs> what was your first Vine? Oh, do you remember? Man, I- I know what it was, and it was so stupid. It was one of those <laughs> ones where you just do, like, are you okay? Yeah. Okay. You were <laughs> you so do, like, nice. You thought I, I put, I took a drink of, out of my water bottle, and it, like, slammed down, and you I thought, thought you were I hurt. <laughs> you were so, you were so kind. You slammed what? It's, a, like, a metal water bottle, like a canteen, and I just set it on this table, oh, which yeah. is, like, a plastic kind of fold-up table, and it's a little louder than it should be. <laughs> Because you're a scientist. Yes. <laughs> he was doing science things. <laughs> you know me. What, what was I talking about? You were about? talking about the first... Don't try to get out of telling me about your first mind. Oh, don't so play... <laughs> don't you play silly with me and act like you don't remember. <laughs> it was... Like, I, I showed a coffee cup. Uh-huh. And then I cut, and then I put, like, a little bit of cream in it. And then filmed it. And then cut... Until it, and then I did like one of me stirring, and then like one of me, I think, drinking. Right. It, like, this is the progression of me making a coffee for myself. Right. Yeah. Because you're just like kind of experimenting. You're like, what do you do? Oh, I can show the steps of me drinking coffee. <laughs> These are the steps. Stupid. <laughs> so stupid. I w- it's stupid. Because you're thinking it's got to have, like, a, a funny punchline, because that's inevitably what all Vines became, 
right? But I don't know. Have you seen that video online? Uh, it was like it went viral. Like I think a couple weeks ago, it was on Twitter of a, somebody making their coffee like backwards, and it just made everyone so upset because what they did was they poured in the milk, and then they poured in like no, it was tea. Yeah, they poured in the milk, and then they poured in. Um, they put the bag in it and then they poured in the hot water. Oh my god. Yeah, and it just made everyone really like <laughs> frustrated cuz that is upsetting. It is upsetting. It's so wrong, yeah. <laughs> it's funny that something so simple as just like reversing the steps and how you make tea made a viral video. I mean, it can really it can really change a person's life, you know? <laughs> just that. I'm I'm just hearing know? about it. It could just change a person's life. So that was. Think about it. Yeah. The tea bag is absorbing all that milk. Yeah. Uh huh. And that is not meant to absorb milk at all. How about this? Let me let me let me let me let me let me ask you this. What if you boiled some milk, and then you poured that on your tea? How about that shit? No. No water. I I think the chemical makeup of the milk would prevent the tea from really from steeping. Doing whatever it does, you know. Are you a milkologist now? <laughs> I mean, I have dabbled in it. <laughs> I dabbled. I minored. In the milk arts. <laughs> the milk arts. And the dark arts. <laughs> that is the marts. The marts. The farts. All right. Here we so, go. Here we go. The it always ends up at farts for me. So that's up. great. That's also. I'm also gonna put that on your headstone. It always oh. ends up farts. Ends. I mean, it's just, that's me. That's my essence. <laughs> that's me. Um, yeah, this, uh, I'm, I, I keep thinking about how, this is, this is very exciting. And it, even when you say it in like that, what was I, I'm sorry, I, I was, I'm trying to like read the, or get to the questions that I had written out as well. <laughs> I'm squinting like what? I, like I should have glasses on, but I don't wear them. Um, let me ask you this question. Let me ask you this. Did uh, were you riding a bike around the country or something? Was I? I did. Okay, that's uh, that's the last time I remember. Yeah, really I was talking to you. Yes, so I was riding my bicycle when they turned off Vine. That was like that was what I was doing when it, when Vine was. They were like, we're shutting her down, and. Um, Wow, that was a long time ago. It, yeah, it was 2015. <laughs> Four years ago already. So, what is? Because um, I do want to. I really do want to ask you about your, um, you know, about Vine closing and everything like that. But like, this episode is brought to you by Mr. Oxy's Doctor Lean. Hey kids, do you like to get crunk? Of course you do! Drink Mr. Oxy's Dr. Lean, the light and refreshing beverage that is just what the doctor ordered. Find out what makes all your friends cooler than you and grab a can of Mr. Oxy's Dr. Lean. Packed with real sugar, artificial flavoring, and a kick that is sure to knock you out. Five out of five doctors swear by the great taste of Mr. Oxy's Dr. Lean. And why wouldn't they? It has three times the FDA's recommended daily serving of opiates. Drink a Mr. Oxy's Dr. Lean today. A Popco brand. I know it's such a broad sweeping kind of 
bland question, but it does get to the to the to the to the juice of it. And I want to know like how did Vine ultimately affect you? Like how did it affect your life? How did it change your life? Cuz obviously it did. It changed all of our lives. Yes. Um it I think I probably would not be doing stand-up comedy if it hadn't been for Vine. Right. And right now stand-up is the thing that I do and I don't know how I ever survived without it that is a very poignant and I can you, yeah you were you I can tell just from like your vines and from your your videos and everything that you, on stage I'm sure you are just a dynamo well, well. I don't know about dynamo <laughs> It's definitely, uh, doing comedy has saved my life. Yeah? In many, many ways, and many times. Are there any ways that you would be able to elaborate, or is that... Well, um, right right when I got into Vine was when I left my husband. Okay. Um, I'm not going to say he was abusive. He was, uh, doing some bad things out of our marriage, and, Mm -hmm. uh... Yeah, of course I was devastated. Right. But like Vine gave me uh, at the time I needed something. I didn't even know what I needed. Maybe it was friendship. I don't know. Mhm. But it gave me uh it gave me an outlet that I needed because I was just so depressed, so anxious, completely devastated. And then all of a sudden there were these people on this app that were so creative and wonderful mm-hmm. and um yeah it just it say it saved me i it sounds really weird i think it sounds uh very on par with the i mean i i would say that that is a very common through line in a lot of viners because it's it in the world that we live in today it's such it's so hard to make connections and to find yourself a community Mm -hmm. you go to work and unless like you work some amazing job where you love everyone you work with it doesn't like become your community it's just your work and unless like you have a place where you like maybe you live away from your family or you don't have a lot of whatever it is um like having a network of people like a whole community and then is is very is essential especially in hard times and you it's hard to find out there but then with vine that's exactly what it was over and over again you hear people saying it was the community the community of vine like there there isn't a community like that on any other application and that's what everyone misses so. Yeah, it's definitely. Uh, I definitely miss that that online connection with people. Mm-hmm. Um, man, can't be duplicated. It can't be unless they. I mean, you you saw that they were trying to uh, launch a like a reboot, right? Yeah. Yeah, and that was supposed to come out this spring. And, and I don't. I don't even think that I would. I'm at a place now where I would be able to even like maintain something like that you don't think so not the way i did because before i i had more time where i could 
partake in the community. And now I don't think I would be able to, to right. invest as much time as I did then. Right. Yeah, it was time consuming. Do you remember your most time consuming vine? Oh my god. Because there was some, or were you like just a, a one and done? That's it. I don't do second takes. <laughs> I, try, I tried to, to do the one and done. I think the most elaborate one I did was um, I had made a homemade projector and was making a birthday fine for someone. Uh-huh. And that's when I learned how to do assistive touch so, be, so it would be hands-free. Right. And, of course, it always messed up. It never did it right. <laughs> Which would make me insane. Crazy. Right. Yeah. Um, but it was... I had to keep doing take after take. And... Uh, but otherwise, I would just do one one or two takes. That is... Yeah, the, I, I've heard of people taking, like hours and hours to make it's funny how how much time can just go into six seconds it's just six right. seconds right especially you, people that were making like artsy ones and stuff oh yeah those sometimes i would i'm sure would take you know days depending on what was involved i had i had a vine uh that i was i made it took me six hours oh shit yeah, and what's funny is I didn't even realize like how long it took, but we calculated like the entire time. Wait, was it six hours? I'm now I'm now I'm like asking myself if it was really six hours or was it three <laughs> hours? It's one of those what two. Was it? it was a vine that I was doing for. Do you remember the late night party patrol? Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. How do you not? L M P P, baby. Always wanted to be in it, never got to be in it. Why not? I just wanted to like host one of the nights, you know. Well, yeah. If you won, you would. They would host you. They would. You would. You would get in there. Did you? You um added your thing in there all the time, right? Like you. You participated. Yes. I would say. I participated, and if I remember correctly, they were always really stupid. Like looking back at my vines now, I'm like these are the worst things I've ever seen in my life. You know, I think they're very funny. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Jesus, some of them I'm like, well, and some of them don't, like, you have to know the caption to know why it's funny. That's why it's hard to yeah. show anybody an old vine. Like, you're that right. that was part of it. That was part of it. You're you're 100% right. I was just thinking that the other day uh, because I was watching vines, and I'm like, you know, you get, you get onto those vines on YouTube and stuff, and you're like, dude, some of these just seems so out of place because you're not like what the fuck is happening i wish there was a it's no well it's gone forever that's what happens um, gone forever what is your fondest memory that was brought to you by vine well vine brought to me chelsea lynn do you know chelsea lynn uh not personally i am yeah yeah of course i mean everybody knows chelsea right um she found me by searching the hashtag white trash. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and ever since then, we've been, uh, I'd, I'd like to say we're BFFs. We're not obviously because we we don't live by each other. But if we did live by each other, we'd be BFFs. That is really, really fantastic. See, you got your BFF. Where does, um, where does she live? She lives in San Diego. 
San Diego. San Diego. So, man, yeah, you, you two. I remember seeing a bunch of vines that you two did together, and um, <laughs> I would see them all. I, yeah, I would see them all the time, and I, I would think I'm like, is she just continuously visiting her? And um, the the funny thing about it is, is we would make a lot of vines about her being really famous and uh, me being her security guard. Right. And as as a joke, you know, but now she really is that famous. Like she's super famous. Oh wow! Wait, what was it, Chelsea? Chelsea Lynn. Chelsea Lynn. I'm thinking of the same person, right? Trailer trash can. Yeah, exactly. That's yeah. exactly what I'm thinking of. Jiminy Christmas. That is what is um, and that like, you like like one of the vines is I'm pretending to be her security guard and I'm saying, leave the lady alone. No pictures. No pictures. But nobody was bothering us. <laughs> but now it's literally like when she goes places, people freak the fuck out. Wow. It's insane. That is insane. Vine is such... And Vine, like, it's so crazy when you see people in places that you're like, holy shit, that person was from Vine. Like, <laughs> that is... It's so nuts to me. It's insane it's you know i did a show in uh in san diego a comedy show and i came out on stage and right in the audience like in the middle was um vincent marcus right do you remember him yes oh my gosh i do remember him and i almost lost my shit because i was like oh my god i was a huge fan of him and now he's sitting here at my show Oh my gosh! That was crazy. That is crazy. Did did you get to like I'm? He was he lived in like New the New England area, right? I don't know where he lived then. He's in L.A. now. I'm not right. sure. But he's you know did all that beatboxing and impressions. Oh my gosh! Just like a, he was a huge viner. Yeah. And there he sat. And there he sat, and you fangirled. I just was like, what the? What the heck? Was he like, yeah, I'm here to see you, Libby. <laughs> and I think he was there because uh, Josh Darnett was there. Oh. His friends. Josh Darnett and his wife are friends of mine. Oh, really? Yeah. Do they live in that uh, same area? They live in San Diego. Oh, okay. Because Josh Darnett, he's the one with the little kids, right? Yeah. They ain't little anymore. He had some of the best vines. He had some of the best kid vines. It's so great. They were great. They were really great. Who was your, in comedy, who is your inspiration? Uh, Chris Farley. Oh, yes. <laughs> Chris Farley and Brian Regan. Really? Those are my two faves. That is really, really, I don't... I'm a huge, huge fan of Brian Regan, and anytime I've asked any comedian that question, I don't think anyone's ever said Brian Regan. Really? Yeah, and I'm like, but it's totally like a viable thing. Like he is one of the best comedians like ever. <laughs> He's the best, and yeah. my dream is to one day open for him, but I'll, it'll never happen because my material is filthy. You don't and think he would ever let you open for him? I don't think so because he's clean. I think you can, you can do it. I believe in you. You can, you can do a clean fifteen. <laughs> it's 
hard. It's hard writing material anyway, but most of my stuff always goes towards the. I mean, it's not like super super blue, but right. I, you know, I wouldn't do it in front of a child. No, is there is there curse words? Oh yeah, there's curse words. Oh yeah, there's curse words. You should take there's... every curse word and change it to with like a really silly name like palm tree. Which Just would be to... funny. Yeah. <laughs> it would be but is it the that would be actually really funny, I think. Maybe. But there's there's other stuff that even if I change the words, it's still like sexual yeah. topics. Yeah. Those kids those kids don't understand about Those that kids kind of don't stuff, understand. You know? Have you seen Have you seen uh, Brian Regan perform? Yes, yeah. and I'm gonna tell you, I oh. saw him for the first time in St. Louis, and it was like a tiny club. Oh man, that was probably amazing. It was. I it I lost my mind. Like I didn't understand stand up comedy until I saw him. This was like in ninety. Oh, this was eight. This, this was, was like the the yellow one is the sun. That was probably that. that like those actual jokes. Yeah, the, it was that was the, the girth, era of those jokes. The UPS girth thing that was like girth. That's insane. <laughs> but I've met him a few times, but not as a comedian. Uh-huh. I've met him before I was a comedian. Okay. But since and he was he was actually here Saturday. I didn't get to see him because I was working. Oh my gosh! You should have quit. But, well, it was a good. It was a good weekend. I got to work with Carlos Miller. Oh shit! Oh, when you were saying you're working, you were doing stand-up working. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that is pretty sweet. That is pretty fucking sweet. That is really sweet. Pretty sweet. Pretty sweet. So. Pretty freaking sweet. Pretty freaking sweet. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so, what happened? Um, let me let me let's let's continue on with our. Uh, you're answering all the questions. You have an answer for every one of these questions. It's amazing. <laughs> well, you know that's what I do. I answer questions. The miss miss question answer. Um, <laughs> and so what? Where were you when, like you found you found out Vine was there? They were going to shut down. Like what were you doing? I think I was already done with Vine at that point. Oh, okay, so you were like, you were over it, I as was, the kids say. I, I wasn't over it, I just had started in stand-up and was focusing on, like, doing live stuff and not, not Vine. Not Vine. And most of the people that I considered friends on there were already migrating to, like, YouTube and Facebook, Instagram. Right, right, right. And uh, so you migrated. I you're on YouTube. Are you on? And you're on Instagram. That's how I reached out to you again because I lost your number. Yes, and Facebook. And Facebook. Oh, so you've, you're doing the Facebook. So, um, that is really. I'm so like, I'm just kind of sitting here in awe, and I'm, it just makes me so happy that there are people that are that are like doing that kind of stuff like you know like vine puts you in a position and you like took hold of it and you're uh you're you're using it to your benefit and you're very happy doing that and you're in an amazing place and i that makes me very uh happy (laughs) thank you of course it makes me happy too good i'm um so let me see if i have any 
if there i think i skipped a question or two and we're uh, yeah um so what is your from from here so you run a, a, a you have amazing um what is your i should look it up i'm gonna put it in our i'll put it in the show notes for the show uh okay not that there's like we this is obviously this the the this content will be there forever so i want to have it there but if you think we have some kind of like large listener base uh we don't <laughs> <laughs> We have we have very uh, loyal, amazing listeners that are almost like friend that are like friends of the show, and they like to write in all the time. And uh, mm-hmm. we we have a, a nice little tight community, um, but it's like, yeah, that you know we're just having fun. We've been doing it for uh, like a few years now. Actually, started in 2015, and then it was kind of spotty. But since episode 46 or something we've been every single week and um yeah and it's just like because there's no vine because there's like instagram just isn't the same kind of feeling um just because of my position in life where i had to uh kind of i i could i'm i'm sure i absolutely could work in stand-up into my life at this moment uh it would be at the expense of like something else that I just don't. I feel like stand up is going to be something I'll come back to later on. As uh, like I, I, I was doing it for years, and then I found out I was going to be a dad, so I had to get a new job. And I oh my god, uh, yeah. So I immediately quit the job I was going to do, or quit the job I was doing, got a new job, um, and was like I was doing stand up when I found found out about Vine. I was doing it in New York City, and that's was really? like yeah, that was like my. So I moved to New York City to do stand-up comedy, and I lived Holy there. Cow. I lived there for like two years, and then um, I found out about Vine, and I had made a promise to my friend before I left for New York City. And this is this is this is the all about me part, everybody. Uh, and then I, which I think just about everyone listening to this already knows this fucking uh, story. But anyway. <laughs> I made a promise to my friend that we would hike the Appalachian Trail when he graduated undergrad and was going into uh, medical school. When he graduated pre-med and was going into med school. So I was uh, I up in um, yeah I was up in New York doing stand-up and he's like, are we going to do this thing? Are we going to go hike? And I was like, dude, I don't think I can because I can't take that much time out the game. You can't be you can't be dipping out the game for like six months. That's not that's not how it works. Oh, that's quite a hike! Wow. The, yeah. So I told him, um, but then, <laughs> well, yeah, but then there was but then there was Vine, and then like so a few months later, he's like, so what's going on? And like we got to make our decision now. And I was like nuts deep in Vine, so <laughs> I was like, this is fucking perfect. I can go and leave this situation i don't want to do stand-up i can still do something really funny like i could still work my funny bone muscle like my funny muscle and but i can also be doing something that like i really want to be doing and at the same time i knew if i was if i vined doing that like it would just be a, a whole new kind of thing and it would be a lot of fun and and it was and it was yeah anyway so and then since then, anytime I haven't been hiking or riding my bike or doing something like that, I would be doing stand-up. And um, 
that's when so i was doing stand, like i would i would you know i live in florida and i like do, i would just run shows around the town like i'd go into like bars and say you guys need a comedy show and then like set one up and i would do a comedy show and then that's pretty much uh what i was doing and but yeah i found out i was gonna be a dad i got a different job anyway this podcast <laughs> i'm just like <laughs> going on this podcast fits that and um it's more of ha- like if I'm not doing something creatively, like outputting something creatively on some kind of regular basis, I find out I get really, really depressed and I get really like shut off and like a whole part of me is like kind of screwed up. So that's what this podcast is. I don't know why, what the fuck I was, I started that by saying your, it's youtube.com <laughs> slash, slash Libby. Is it Libby Higgins, right? Yes. Okay. So I want to. I'm definitely going to be uh, obviously put this in the show notes and everything. Everybody, Libby is. She's got some very very hilarious videos, and that's your. When did you start doing these? Uh, that's that's another question I really really wanted to ask because now that I'm looking at your page, it's like refreshing my memory. How did you come up with Carla and um, uh, uh, Claudette? Like, who are these characters? Where did they Where did they come from? Well, Claudette, I was doing before Vine. Um, you know, I was doing her on Battle Cam. Right with the she's got a neck brace. Can you Can you explain right. Claudette to all ten people listening? Oh man, how do you? She's just uh, she likes to think she's very religious, but she's not. Uh, <laughs> she can be she can be filthy, but not right. as filthy as my other ones. Right. She just wants the world to be just and right. That's all she wants. That's all she wants. And she's got a big old, she's got a nice neck brace. What happened, can I ask what happened to Claudette's neck? Yes. Um, she was riding a mobility scooter in Walmart. <laughs> and accidentally turned quick, too quickly into an end cap of suave shampoo. <laughs> and it fell all over her. <laughs> So she had a pending lawsuit with Walmart for years, and she had to keep wearing it. (laughs) Uh, Even though her neck wasn't hurt anymore, she had to keep wearing it because, you know. (laughs) Have you ever seen those investigative TV shows where they film people on disability? Right. I've never seen. They they have TV shows of that? Well, I've seen, you know, just investigative reporting type deal. That would deal be an a, a awesome TV show. I'm, I'm asking because I'm like, how, how do I get that show? That would be such a fun show. <laughs> I just remember seeing these sometime. I've, yeah, but yeah. She didn't want anybody to see her without the neck brace. Right. So she makes a YouTube channel she's, and she's. She's never <laughs> cashed in on that. Uh, so you also have, you've got a couple different characters. You've got, um, and, and you have. One of my favorites, and I think is probably a fan favorite, is Carla. And that's like, oh, I saw Carla. her most a, a lot on Vine with your gummies. Right. Giving, <laughs> giving them a now, gummy. The, the reason I created her is because I bought a real fancy fish-eyed lens, right? Uh-huh. And I discovered that when I wore, when I put that on my phone, I could not, I had to wear a bra or else everyone would just see my titties <laughs> everywhere. And then all and of then a sudden, I was like, <laughs> then I was like, what if I don't wear a bra and this is like the new character, this loud, obnoxious woman who's talking 
to someone off camera all the time. I like that. And that and you and it and was, it comes from the no bra. It all came from the no bra and the fisheye lens. And the fisheye lens. So now the fish every- lens was not going to try to hide any kind of titties. <laughs> That's what they should have <laughs> called it. The hide no titty lens. <laughs> I mean, right? They, uh... <laughs> Am I right? All right, all right, everybody. Thanks for coming out. Um, yeah, so where I... Yeah, that was like a big thing on, on Vine. Like, oh, you got the fish lens. Fish eye lens. That's when shit was going down. Where? Wow, they're fancy. They are fancy, and you saw you when and you see a couple people with fish islands, and you're like, "What is going on here? How are they? How are they doing that? Oh, you can get so much of you into that." And then, so uh, where where did you get your fish eye lens from? Do you remember? Oh my god, it was online. Was it a magnet, or was, did it like clip on? No, it was a magnet. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Like you put a little, you put like a little metal ring around the camera, and then the right. the lens had a magnet. And everybody would be like, what is that metal thing around your yep. camera there? Everyone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you see, uh, when I go home and I'm all alone and no one's watching, I'm a fucking loser. That's what it is. <laughs> yeah, I remember, yeah, you get a couple of different, um, there was a couple of different lenses on there. I remember I, I had, I actually had a lot of fun outside of Vine with the lenses. I, I like the, the macro lens. Taking pictures uh-huh. and that was a black wide angle. Wide angle, yeah. There was also one called Super Fish Fish Eye, which was it was so distorted you really couldn't. I mean, these things were so cheap you right. really couldn't. Uh, I remember. And, yeah, I think I remember seeing the Super Fish Eye one. It was just. This episode is sponsored by. Mr. Oxy's Dr. Lean. Did you know there is no better way to stay calm and relaxed? Studies have shown that households that buy Mr. Oxy's Dr. Lean have a 3% lower incidence of domestic violence. I can say it saved my wife more than once. With its crisp, bubbly taste and full opiate profile, you just can't say no to a Mr. Oxy's Dr. Lean. A Popco brand. It was like some kind of cartoon or something. It was just too much. Do you remember Nicholas McGallis' dad? Yes, I'm friends with him on Facebook. Really? I can't remember his name all of a sudden. Me too. I just, because I, I think that's how I found out about the fisheye. I'm like, oh yeah, because he did that a lot, didn't he? Yeah, he did a lot of fisheye, because he did all this like cool puppet and like animation stuff. Mm-hmm. And he just, you know, he had that kind of... He probably thought, oh, I'm going to use a fisheye lens on this shit. Whereas everyone else, like all of us chimpanzees, were just like, hey, you're using it. I'm going to fucking use it. All right? But he's probably the guy that was like, this would look cool, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I remember. He did God, some really awesome stuff. What was his stuff. name? God damn it. It's Benjamin. I can't. It was da- not David. Even, not Rick. even close. Rick. Rick McGallis. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Dennis McGallis. I'm going to look. Hold, keep right. talking. I, I, that's fine. I'm just going to keep guessing. Is this... Sean McGallis. Is this professional? What's up? Is this professional? Is of course this professional this is, if I'm sitting here trying to look? You do whatever you want. It's the world is yours, Miss Libby. You can do with I'm it as you want. I'm trying to put you, you on want. speaker. 
I'm okay, on. Got you on. How dare you put me on speaker? That is so unprofessional. <laughs> oh, if I don't find this man's name, I'm gonna. I'm gonna think of it before you find it. Uh, Jeff McGallis. Uh, Steve McGallis. Huh. Oh no, I got it. Is it? What is it? It's Tom. Tom. Tom McGallis. Tom McGallis. That was exactly who it was. Wow. Good old, good old he, Tom. He had some really awesome fucking vines. I just remember like some of the the and he had such a cool fucking like workshop that he's like in doing like weird ass animations and stuff. It just seems like he was doing it right, whatever he was doing. That's what I loved about it. Vine is like you can really kind of peer into people's lives in a way. Yeah. But at the same time, it's obviously like a you know they're making like vi- like movie kind of things like it's like a, it's all an act. But still, you get to kind of see what's going on, man. So I'm gonna take, I'm gonna take you off speaker now. Oh, thank Be you. That's so kind of you. There you go. So there we go. But uh, just a couple of other questions that I've got lined up because this is we usually do about an hour long interview and. This is coming in hot on a, an hour, because the podcast is usually, uh, I don't know, hour and a half, uh, just depends. Anyway, we love asking a couple of different questions to just about everybody, because we're in the podcast world. What podcast are you listening to? I listened to uh, Theo Vaughn's uh-huh. this past weekend. This past weekend. Oh, yeah. Are you a Theo Vaughn fan? I am. Didn't I wait? Did I see a picture of you and Theo Vaughn together? You probably did because I love him. Yeah, I think I did. He is. I went and saw him in Kansas City. He is so fucking funny. He's so great. He is such a killer. And he is like the new next. Like, he's going to keep getting so fucking big. You can just. I feel it. Oh, yeah. Feel it down in my plums. He is going to be hot, hot, hot shit. He is. Sorry. Anyway, he's so hot. <laughs> that's all I, I just like, he's, he's one of those guys that like every once in a while you have somebody who is like, you get a, you get like this, these eras of funny people. Like, I think we were, we're slowly leaving the Louis CK funny era where like everyone kind of had that sort of style. Yeah. And then every once in a while, someone you just blast out with such a different style. Like, it's just such a new point of view. Cause like. So many comedians have a really similar point of view of, like, upbringing. And they bring, like, it's just, you know, some white guy who uh, he's got a family. Maybe it's, it's kind of dysfunctional. Maybe he went to college. He worked a couple of jobs and he fucking started doing stand-up. Like, and it's always, like, but this guy, because of where he comes from, has just got such a, I don't know. It's just a he's good. Really, he's really. He's really funny. blown up in the last year. He really has. He's great. He is fantastic. Any hoots, any toots, any farts. Any hoots. Um, what? So you listen to uh, that one? You listen to this I past listen, weekend? I listened to um, "Congratulations" with Crystalia. Oh yeah. Um, I listened to my own podcast called Slap City. Wait a minute. <laughs> Wait a minute. How did uh, I wait? Wait, wait, wait. I feel I'm feeling like pretty upset with myself. I didn't know that you had a podcast. Yes. Oh my gosh. It's, <laughs> it's a podcast I do with my friend Tina Devall. We're I'm, both comedians. 
buttons. So embarrassed. Okay. And this um, is uh do you forgive it's, me? It's, do it's, I it's ridiculous. What's it called again? Look, I'm not saying you're a scientist or anything, I'm, but I would you say know. I'm not. <laughs> if I had a <laughs> no, scientist I, license, they would take it right now. My podcast is fairly new. We're only on our forty third episode. Which basically is like one million to everybody. And we've done it. We've done it uh, every week. So that is. So you've been doing it almost a year. <laughs> Has it really been that long? Well, if you're on like episode forty something, there's fifty something weeks in a year. I can't handle the you're fact talking that to it's a been scientist. a year. Yeah, talking to a scientist. You're a mathematical scientist. <laughs> I know. That's what they all tell me. And uh, okay, what was it called again? Slop City. <laughs> Slap City. Slop City, like S L O P. Slop. Slop City. Oh my gosh. Because we're just sloppy gals. You we do some. Sloppy gals. We just talk about. We just talk about shit. We don't have a, a format. That's fine though. If you are two funny gals. I think that, that that's what you need is just two funny gals uh, with your funny takes and then that's the podcast. It becomes your personalities and the, the things that you guys are, are talking about. That's the beauty of the podcast. I'm completely in love with just the entire medium and I'm very happy that I discovered it like everyone else. And But um, Slop City. So when did you start doing uh, the, this podcast? And again, I'm honestly, if I... I, I just had no idea that you were doing a podcast and now after this like I want to be listening to it and uh, a bunch <laughs> well the thing the thing with our podcast is that we're we're starting to have a lot of inside jokes for people that have been there since the beginning uh-huh so some of the stuff that we say you might be like what are they talking about it's just like people will 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 latch on to like a thing uh-huh. and then they'll like put it on social media and stuff too do you know what I'm talking about yeah and you know what that's brilliant It's the, that's, if, that's if, my favorite kind of thing about podcasting is other people getting in on the inside jokes yes that is it, it, when you start building that like that little community and the people get the jokes and they start jumping on and it's it's very very Heartwarming. I don't want to say heartwarming. That's fucking awesome. It's fucking awesome is what it is. It's really it's, cool. Yeah, and when you have those little inside jokes, like that really pulls people in because it's it's exactly what it is. It's an inside joke. You gotta be on the inside. Most people aren't gonna laugh at this stuff, but I'm gonna laugh at it. I'm laughing at it, you know? I think that is like we I feel like podcast listeners too are just so super like loyal because of where podcasts yeah. are listened to. Like you don't sit down on your couch at the end of the night and turn on a podcast. Instead, you're listening to it in your car, like you're driving someplace, you're driving to work, or you're doing this something. It's like it's just such a different relationship, I think, that you have. And people really, I don't know. I really, I love it. I'm so, I'm, I'm, yeah. Slop City. Everybody. Slop City. And it's, so, if you just search Slop City, and you can be listened to uh, everywhere you listen to podcasts. Uh, yes, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher. Check that out, um, everybody. Google Play. Yeah, and it's not safe for work. <laughs> I gotta put we, it out there. We do talk about, um, 
you know, we talk about everything. We often, it always comes back to poop, mm-hmm. farting, diarrhea. You know, um, the, the main the main three groups. I, I get it. <laughs> but we will break out into like an improv scene because we're also both improvisers. Oh, lordy. So we'll just like, something will tickle our fancy and we'll just break out into an improv thing, which always is, those are my favorite parts of the podcast because they're ridiculous that is that sounds like a lot of fucking fun i really i'm 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 afraid of and at the same time am like uh love improv i've never Uh, yeah it's another that's another one of those things that like changed my life when i started doing improv oh really did you so you do are you doing improv like on stage and stuff like that as well Mm-hmm. Wow. I yeah. did a... It was about a year-long course at a place called the Improv Shop here in St. Louis. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I did stand-up before I started doing improv, but improv made my stand-up better. Okay. And made me less, like... Because I have terrible stage fright. Yeah. So bad. Uh, but improv sort of helped me just, like, being okay with whatever might come my way right you're right because it they you know it really teaches you how to listen and be present and and be and react to everything which is it's very hard for people to do it's hard and it's scary um but i i have the utmost respect i'm really excited to to go listen to slop city so everybody you can check out slop city and who is the it's libby higgins and who's your co-host tina deeble how are you spelling her name? Uh, her last name? Yeah. D Y B A L. Okay, D ball. I thought I couldn't tell uh, if you were saying V is in Victor or B is in boy. She is. Uh, she's from Russia. Oh really? She was. <laughs> she was born. I mean, she doesn't have an accent, but um, she is from like her family's from um, Belarus. Okay, Belarus. That's very nice this time of year here. And she always, uh, you know, makes fun of her dad and mom's accent, which is one of my favorite parts of the podcast also. <laughs> I just, I basically just show up to listen to her do that. I just go in there and I'm happy to be here. That So everybody, you can listen to Slop City with Libby Higgins and Tina Deball from Belarus. Belarus. Yeah. Also, you can check out Libby, Hib- Hib- Libby Hibbins. Libby... <laughs> Higgins on YouTube and on uh, Instagram and on Facebook and all those amazing places. And of course, uh, so this is the the interview aspect of the show, but uh, we have an intro that we'll do at the beginning. And so when we do the intro, we'll put all that stuff in there as well. So that way people know what's going on. And I can't thank you enough, Libby. Thank you so much for joining us. And let me ask you this. Will you ever... Do the show again? Of course. <laughs> See, I like I always ask people on air so that they basically have to say yes. <laughs> I will. But I will go pee before I start because I didn't go pee. I and wish, I have to go pee. I really wish you would have told me because I would have wrapped this shit up right from the beginning. <laughs> and I oh, not no. wrapped it up, but I would have stopped for you. <laughs> no. All right. It's fine.
And with a sn- with a snap of the fingers, a click of a button, mm-hmm. with a listen to the podcast. Yep, it's all over. It's all over. Like that. Just mm-hmm. a smooth, buttery. That's how I want the podcast to go. Mm-hmm. Smooth and buttery. Unsalted sweet cream butter. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what the that <clears throat> was one of the names we were gonna go with. <laughs> but uh, yep. road soda. I like the way road soda. Uh, it rolls off the tongue a lot better. Justin, what did you learn? I learned that you have a following for your podcast that is uh, monkey-based. Monkeys listen to your podcast. We have the most monkeys listening to our podcast than any other. Yep. That's why we have a lot of banana sponsors, Mm -hmm. and we've got Mm -hmm. a lot of, um, you know, Mm -hmm. things, you know, geared towards our our audience. Yeah. So, you know what I learned? (laughs) I learned that... Just because you build up some kind of story in your in your show, you don't have to make it a, a, a good ending. You can mm-hmm. you can make it realistic, especially mm-hmm. if it's like a game show. You can make it realistic, and it's going to come out good. Mm-hmm. I also learned that no matter uh, who you are, no matter what situation you're in, you can just be standing around with a towel on. You're going to want to watch Hyperdrive. That's right. I also learned that uh, Michael Bisping, the one of the color com- commentators, he was actually a UFC fighter. Yeah, turns no, out, it yeah, turns, turns out, out. Turns out. I don't know how. He looks like you can't see too well. <laughs> Guys, <clears throat> thank you so much. We hope that you, if anything, enjoyed yourselves. That's what this podcast is. It's Road Soda, your entertainment podcast on the go. We hope that you listen to it whenever you're doing some stuff, and we, we keep you entertained. And if you ever want to write into us, you can write in roadsodapodcast at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. We're always here. Uh, don't forget to check Libby Higgins out. Mm-hmm. Check her out everywhere. Libby Higgins, L I B B I E H I G G I N S. And uh, Slop City is her podcast. And of course, with the Millennial Book Club, we got your podcast. That's right. Keep what, the mids in. Keep the mids in. I like when you say it. Mm-hmm. Keep the mids in. And uh, that comes out every Wednesday because you said That's it's right. the, <clears throat> middle it's the middle of the week. week. We're keeping the mids in. You sneaky motherfucker. Mm -hmm. Guys, thank you all the time, always and forever. And, you know, I don't know what time it is right now. Maybe it's later at night. Maybe you're driving home from work or maybe you're driving to work. But I know we come out on Monday. If you want to make this week a good week, above everything else, what do you think they should do? Go to bed early. Go to bed early, goddammit. You go to bed at 11 o'clock, try 10 o'clock, and then try 9 Mm -hmm. o'clock. Yeah, personally, I'm at 10.30 p.m. to 5.30 a.m. That's my uh, seven hours of sleep. That's what I do. Try the 8, Justin. I can't believe you. Mm -hmm. Try 9.30. I'm telling you right now, do it for three days and tell everybody the difference. Everybody. Just go to bed early.